But now it's our time. Yep. Uh, where's that from? Could be from anything. Where's that? It's our time. Now it's our. Where, 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 where is this from a movie? It's like from a movie from when we were kids. It's not Escape from New York. Uh, no, it's definitely not Escape from New York. <laughs> it's our time. Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Goonies. Yeah. That's Man. What from, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just watching Josh Brolin yesterday. Get out of town. Yeah. Thanos. Uh, your favorite movie, Avengers. Oh, yeah. one of your favorite characters of all time. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, the um, the one of my favorite characters of all time. Yes, Thanos is one of your favorite characters. Yeah, he is, but I, not the movie character. No, not the uh, um, nothing attached to MCU. <laughs> um, but uh, I know I was watching. Uh, I just watched it because like uh, I was watching the first. Uh, um, I just want to watch it because some of the scenes in the movie are just um, are just. Uh, the photography was shot very well was Sicario. Oh, okay. So, no, Sicario is great. Yeah. I thought you were going to say old boy. No. Oh, God. No. The, uh, <laughs> I did not, I did not like the new old boy. No, no, it sucks. Yeah. But also, I watched um, Prisoners the other day, too. Prisoners is incredible. Incredible. It is a hard I, watch. I, I think it's, I think it's, besides like Sicario and Arrival, I think those are his, that's his, that could be his third or second best movie. Really? Yeah. I um, think, I, I think overall, um, uh, Denis Villeneuve. I think his. I think my favorite movie of his is mm. Sicario. Yeah. But I think his best movie is Arrival. Uh, I haven't seen Arrival yet. Arrival's excellent. I yeah. uh, I just kind of didn't get around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy Sicario. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to just straight up tension, like almost nouveau noir Hitchcockian, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You can't beat prisoners. Prisoners, well, you can, yeah. but it's pretty hard. Yeah, prisoners is like it's that—that's a roller coaster ride where it's like, yeah, but it moves slowly. Yeah, no, yeah. it, it yeah. is. It is the slowest, most intense yeah. roller coaster ride. It's a you great know. movie. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, it's um, because I, I I watched it after I watched uh, um, Sicario because that's that's when I first oh, no heard way. of him. Yeah, but yeah. then uh, um, but he has a slew of movies that I, I still have to watch. The first one I saw was Enemy. Well, that I remember as yeah, being like a yeah. Evil new movie. It was mm-hmm. Enemy. And yeah. we've talked about that a few times. Mm-hmm. But that is just, I mean, that's a messed up movie. Yeah, that's a really screwed up movie. <laughs> it's a super screwed up. Like right from the beginning all the way to the end. It's, it's like it starts with the spider and then it ends with the spider. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the hell is wrong with that spider. Yeah. And and why is it as big as room? Hey, that's a messed up movie. Yeah, that's a really, really screwed up movie. Um, and the weirdest part about that one is um, Gyllenhaal's character just seems so reserved. Reserved, like, yeah. It's, it's almost like he's on a rail the entire time, mm-hmm. and he's a passenger for the entire movie. He doesn't quite get what's going on, but he's just like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to walk through this ride, yeah, or, or uh, stay on this ride and see what happens, yeah. And it just it goes nowhere good. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, and like that's not even a spoiler. Oh yeah, it's not, that's not a spoiler at all. Like it's like I would put that's the thing. Like I would put those movies at the forefront, but then like number one for me is obviously Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, um, but his other movies are they're just. They're 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 fantastic. Everything everyone I've seen is is great, but there's another all of his like Canadian like smaller budget movies. Yeah, I still haven't seen. Yeah, he's got he's in a bunch. Yeah, he's in a bunch of like the I guess is it it's kind of like pre enemy and yeah. post enemy. I think that might be like the the turning point to where he becomes like a star. Yeah, pre enemy is like when uh is uh all those is mostly those Canadians uh like yeah. smaller budget movies. Mm-hmm. But um there's yeah I think there's like maybe four or five that are just that are. They're just they're just four or five, but they're all great. And we're such huge fans, we don't know the name of any of them. We're just stupid, and we haven't yeah. seen them at all. Yeah, we I don't, don't <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, it was hard to source these movies too. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could probably like YouTube or Amazon or, or something those things. Yeah, or just you know, there's got to be links out there on. Uh, on I know. Yeah, page I, 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 I should make easy like, to find them. Yeah, because I, I still I'll still search for like old Hitchcock movies, but I won't search for new for older. How Denis messed Villeneuve. up is that? 
I don't know, man. Like, how wild is that? That we look for all the old content. Like, I mean, I'll watch Citizen Kane if it's on TV. And, I mean, the thing, too, is I don't necessarily enjoy those movies. I don't think I really enjoy Citizen Kane. I don't think I enjoy. No, you don't. You don't enjoy. It. You North have. You, but, but you have to watch it. Or, yeah. or North by Northwest, right? Like, but you have to. Like, but actually, you have I do to. Enjoy North by Northwest. Well, yeah, that, that's a great movie. <laughs> I actually do enjoy that. One. But like when you watch, uh, um, when you watch Citizen Kane, or when you mm-hmm. watch like Vertigo, for example, right? Those yeah. movies are just like a, like you have to watch where the begin where the craft began. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, you really are watching. Like, where did um, it come from? Yeah, the birth of a craft. Yeah, and the the birth of a style. Yeah, like I was, I was again. I'm a huge fan of Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan's watching. awesome. It's yeah. great, man. And mm-hmm. the second last episode, the penultimate episode mm-hmm. of uh, of this season was just so noir. Mm-hmm. It was so noir, but it was like the music, yeah. the way it was shot. Because I mean, the character of Ray Donovan is a very no- the story is very noir. Yeah. It's set up like that. But this was like the pinnacle of as noir as it gets. Mm-hmm. Like they had these weird shots, like right out of like a, like a Dashiell Hammett story, where he's like walking into the woods mm-hmm. with his potential enemy to hunt their potential, their potential enemy. enemy. Yeah, and just the way it looks from the back with that weird kind of like um like very simple music, but very gripping. Yeah, he's not talking. He barely talks anyway, but mm-hmm. he's not talking. Gun in the hand. She's got her gun. Are they gonna kill each other? You don't know. Yeah. Are they gonna kill everybody else? You don't know. Is somebody going to kill them? Because you don't even know. This the show is almost at an end, right? Yeah. And the way they move and kind of like navigate their way through the world, you're just watching it. You think this would fit in like in that kind of like 90s era when they're doing that like a uh, nouveau noir. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely in like the in the 50s mm-hmm. when they were doing all the the hammets and the chandlers were kind of getting big. Yeah. It would definitely fit in there. It's got oh, such yeah. a cool feel to it. Yeah. I find that um, when I'm watching, uh, I thought you want to uh, like, I see a common theme in all of uh, Denis Villeneuve's movies. So when I was watching, uh, Sicario is that uh, um, like when the pacing um, when the, the pacing creates the tension oh yeah and the, but the thing is everything ties ties together very well it's like the um, it's the uh, it's it's the action the way it's shot mm-hmm. um, the way the scene is set up and and to top it all off the music that he chooses to oh, like, yeah. to like drive the scene and it, it works like how I'd say Nolan uh, works where like you know how to create tension or how to how to like make the scene like more like um, you're on the edge of your seat, for yeah. lack of a better term. He kind of is from the same school. Yeah, yeah. Like Sicario is kind of like his Dark Knight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. And and like uh, Michael Michael Mann, mm-hmm. Heat is like Sicario Heat. And exactly. Dark Knight. Yeah. Kind there you go. The there, there's another world, example. Right? Michael Mann is probably the the person that they probably learned from. Probably learned from. Yeah. And then even when you look at like The Arrival and Interstellar, mm-hmm. like they kind of they almost kind of mirror each other a lot of ways. Pretty much. Yeah. Right? It's um it's uh it's interesting to see how that uh it's pretty well known that interstellar takes a lot of cues from 2001 mm-hmm. but uh when you it's very it's very weird to see like when you see a movie that uh that you'll say like okay this is okay like uh lake placid has like a lot of cues from like you say it star wars man star wars, yeah, lake exactly, placid right? is a remake of star wars okay so yeah so we say it as a um like we like we can see it from our own eyes right yes but like a lot of people say like oh that's a rip off of this or what like, he's trying they're trying to do this too much or whatever right yeah. but when 2000 when interstellar came out they're like wow that was like that is 2001 for a new generation like yeah it is for for, for lack of a better term like it's like but they said like he takes this you could tell he takes his cues from that yeah but it's it's honored and the but it's, 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 focused, on, it's focused on the craft of yeah how to do it's it an homage yeah. it's focused on the craft it yeah. tells an original story yeah but I like okay. See the way I the way I put them together is the argument that I had with a few guys about uh, when I was talking about Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. I joke around. It's a big joke. I really think it is a remake. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm joking about the remake thing, but people always come back and say, "Well, that means that um, uh, Kurosawa is Star Wars. Star Wars is Kurosawa, and Star Wars is John Carpenter, and Star Wars is this and that and whatever." It's like, well, no. There's a big difference. 
Uh, Star Wars takes from those movies the way um, Nolan takes from Kubrick in 2001 to make Interstellar. Mm -hmm. It's not the same movie, but you see certain scenes and you see certain setups and certain shots, and clearly they're inspired by those movies. Mm -hmm. Whereas Lake Placid is taking the same characters, it's taking the same setting, and it's just changing things to be like, I wonder how we can remake it, Yeah, but remake it without people knowing we remade it. Exactly. it's It's a stealth remake. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's all that is but I mean when you look at the way the characters are laid out and the way they're, they're fleshed out and the way they act and the way they play like Brendan Gleeson does things like Harrison Ford at the point the point he puts his hands on people's mouths yeah like he does those Han Solo moves mm-hmm. and when you watch it, it at least when I watch I'm like well that's come on man this yeah. is like a mad magazine yeah version. if you look at the subtle nuances it's just yeah. like you know what you can tie it all together you can tie it all together it's yeah. very easy to tie it all together yeah. and and characters they they kind of almost I wouldn't say almost exactly but they mirror other characters within a storyline, within within the progression of the story. Yes. Whereas Interstellar yes. doesn't do that with 2001. It just takes a lot of cues and a lot of homages and a lot of like... Uh, yeah, like if, if we're going to go to do that traveling to outer space, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it the way they showed it in 2001. Because it makes sense to it, Because us. it makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. it is... But then they, then they look back, then they're like, you know what? If we were going to do this, how logically... How, how would we do that? Yeah. How can we do it? Like, how would realistically, what would how would we have have to do that in real life, exactly. right? And that's how two thousand one uh, approached it. Yeah. So there's no way to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just did it uh, at a larger scale. Yeah. And with more money, obviously, right? Yeah. And it's and it's just and, shot and with modern effects. And with modern effects, right? So um, even like the um, that big, you know, that big at the end of a. Uh, uh, at the end of Interstellar where Matthew McConaughey's in that big black room and everything's spinning. He's like in that. Mm-hmm. Everyone said like, where were the practical effects in that? And he's like, no, that's all real. It's all real. Or no, where we, the CG in that? Yeah, he's, the CG yeah, in he's, that? Like, he's like, yeah, we shot that in a big yeah, massive hangar. And he's like, yeah, that was all real. And he's like, it can yeah. be done. Oh yeah, he's like, Christopher Nolan just gets it done. Yeah, it can be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, there's a lot of things when you when you think about movies and or like filmmaking in general. There's all these... There's all these, not naysayers, but people who just say like, well, no, you got to do it like this because it's easier. You got to do it like that because we use a, that production house or that, that CGFX house, whatever it is. And and then they'll try to convince you that it can't be. Did you burn yourself? It's, oh, this thing retains heat way too well. Good grief. Well, yeah. you know, it is of the earth. Do you want one of these? I do not. No, I, I have an extra one. It's clean. Oh, well, if you have an extra one, I will, yeah. I will take you up on that off. Okay. But um, it. there's a, definitely a way to, to do everything you need in, in filmmaking practically mm-hmm. and make it look really good. And then at the same time, you forgive it so much more if it doesn't look exactly how it's intended to look. Yeah, because like, well, the thing is that we've talked about this is that is that how when you, um, you can choose to do it real, like choose to do it practically. Yeah. But uh, the faster way is to do it digitally. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you know what? Okay, how much time do I have? Are the producers breathing down my neck? Yeah. And what does the studio want? Right. But uh, and really, that's what it comes down to. Is exactly. it is it like a studio movie or is it a director's movie? Exactly right. So like um and like 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 you can't, you can't really. It's very hard to shoot Spider Man without CGI, for example, right? But it yeah. all depends on what kind of story you want to tell. What was but it, Nicholas Hammond is that the, is that the one? Yeah, <laughs> the seventies <the> <laughs> yeah. and eighties Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it, right? And but, I forgive that. Yeah, like I watch that now. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, like I'd rather i'd rather watch that than spider-man 3 um, oh over and over <laughs> yeah so but uh but uh, yeah but it all depends what kind of story you want to tell right yeah. but if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna make a movie like uh like if you're gonna make a movie like interstellar for example mm-hmm. right yeah you lean on cgi where you have where you have no other choice yeah but uh if you if you can create a black hole um uh if you can create the effects of that or if you can create the effects of like just being in the ship and coming out of the ship and make mm-hmm. it fly and stuff like that without like if you can 
if you can make that an actual spaceship that's landing on a planet without digital effects, you just do it practically. You can do that. It can, I mean, Star and it's Wars. shown. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, nineteen seventy seven was doing it. Battlestar exactly. Galactica made it look incredible. Exactly. There I mean, you go. People, people always forget how good that first movie, the Battlestar Galactica. Oh movie, yeah, that, that movie was crazy. Like when the Raptors take off. Like that's a really cool looking scene, man. Mm-hmm. And it's all like that's all practical. Yep. I mean, it might not be done with, with CG. It might be done with certain effects, but it's a practical effect. Yeah, but we we uh, what's the what's the comment that we 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 make every single generation is that uh, man, those special effects are terrible. Man, those special every effects, time, every time, right? Every time. So like people from the people in the nineties are looking back at the seventies and being like, that's ah, terrible, right? It's not like Star Wars. Like why can't they make it like Star Wars? Star Wars came out that time, right? Fast forward twenty years, we're mm-hmm. gonna look at we're gonna look at uh, MCU movies and we'll be like, that's garbage. It man. looks awful. It looks awful. Well, you're doing it now. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing it, now. <laughs> You're yeah. doing it right now. I hate it now. I'll say though, like we always go back to it, and uh, it's it's kind of like we we beaten into the ground. But there are two movies that in my head always stand out. They look incredible, and they're all practical effects. Star Wars looks incredible, mm-hmm. all practical effects. Yeah, all, all three of them, all yep. the the good ones, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I Ninja watched Turtles. that movie. The, the the rooftop fight with Raphael is an awesome mm-hmm. fight scene, oh, and yeah. it's a dude in a costume. Making it look really good. Yeah, I think his, I think his exo, his exo, whatever, like every, all the muscle, those were probably all sponge or something like that. As well as like that latex, foam the latex stuff. foam, right? But it's light. Yeah, super light, and it makes him look huge. Makes him look massive, and he can move in it. And you never see like when his arm comes up, you're not looking at at the suit under the suit. You never see that. No, they that, they took their time with it. They really well. Jim Henson's a, a genius. Genius. Like Jim Henson was the pinnacle of practical effects. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, it was him, and then like it was Stan Winston. Yeah, I would. I would almost definitely put Jim Henson above Stan. Winston I would for sure. I would only yeah. because he he kept himself in one space. Yep. He if did. Jim Henson had decided, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do the SNL monsters. We're gonna do Sweetums. We're gonna do Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. We're gonna fucking yep. do the and then we're gonna do Terminator stuff. Yep. We do R rated movies. Mm-hmm. But Jim Henson's vision no, was it was like uh, let's coffee keep, bean let's, cans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like the extent we do is Dark Crystal. That's we do kids. Yeah, yeah. We are, well, we don't do kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. we work on children's programming. Exactly. When yeah. I saw, yeah, when I saw Dark Crystal for the first time, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Your brain can't really get around. I couldn't it. get. It. I was like watching it. And I'm like, this is like watching like Labyrinth or yeah. like uh, um, the Never Ending Story. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was watching. I'm like, but then I I forgot the name of it. And then I, fa- then only until about maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. then I, sa- I found it and I'm like, that's it. That's Dark Crystal. One. That's the one. The camel face things. Yeah. And I've yet to get to buy it, but like, uh, uh, well, it's all on Netflix now. Yeah. It's all on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. That series came out. Mm-hmm. Man, like when you're, when you're a kid, if you're not scared of the, uh, the Zexies, <laughs> the freaking vulture monsters yeah you're not scared of those things as a little kid yeah there's something like you're dark yeah I remember, <laughs> you've I, gone full dark i think the only scene i remember is that remember they were trying to figure out like if you had that hammer that thing mm-hmm. they, had to, they had to first to break it or was like uh to smack it open to smack it open yeah, yeah that's the only thing i remember from it oh man yeah you gotta go rewatch that. i have to watch it that's again great yeah when i was a kid i had that mixed up with the uh the fucking labyrinth i was when i was a little kid mm-hmm. i was watching the dark crystal i must yeah. have been i don't know like eight nine ten years old yeah I remember I'd watched it before that, but I'd muddled everything together. Mm-hmm. I kept expecting Bowie to show up with the balls. Yeah. And I died with Bowie. Oh, fuck. Yeah, for your crystal. Yeah. I kept expecting that, but it just never happened. Uh, David Disappointed. Bowie. Yeah. David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Gone back to space. Just like Prince. Yeah. Just like Superman. Just like the Tesla. Just like the Tesla. Mm-hmm. And in just space like the Tesla. Mm-hmm. Oh, good gravy. How's oh, your week, buddy? Good. Um, Actually, bad. Um, Just because of this, this was... I thought... No, I just thought this was hilarious. Um, Apparently... um. I was watching. Uh, I just ca- happened to catch it when I was on going on through YouTube uh, after I got back from Orange Theory. Is that? Uh, um, I always leave that one on. 
I always leave it on and we always have the alert at this time mm-hmm. for me to remind myself to actually also record with this. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah but the, uh, I should I should silence that. The uh so um apparently Ben Shapiro goes uh Okay, apparently he's not a fan of Taylor Swift. Okay. Ben Shapiro? Yeah. I don't think Ben Shapiro is a fan of anything. Yeah, so I think he just like he he, like, he's like he goes I have nothing against her as a person but it's like I, I just don't yeah, you do. and like I was like okay whatever but like he uh he had a his producer was a huge fan of hers and uh he, he's like yeah I just don't like her music and then he's like yeah apparently she has a Netflix documentary coming out yeah about like how about her about her and her he's like just believe her. yeah so he's like he goes you have to watch the trailer to understand how important she thinks she is <laughs> And oh, all, yeah, it, yeah, it is for it, sure. And then I, I watched it. He's like, you have to. He goes, listen to the music. Yeah, this is the way she talks. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, and just try to like take it all. In, like, take it as an all. I think the whole package. Like, just take it all together, right? So he started showing it, and yeah. I was like, I was watching it, and I'm like, I'm like, this is so manufactured. It's so it's terrible. It's an advertisement. What bugs me about that one, and I don't know anything about it. I mean, I just know that she had the the issue. With I just found out today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's all that talk about when she when Scooter Braun sold all her shit or bought all her shit. Yeah. And she had her hissy fit and everybody's like, just go fucking re-record your masters like a big boy. Yeah. Um, but then she, bigger, whatever she is. Oh, if she wants to be a boy, she can be a boy. It's mm-hmm. 2020. Or a grown uh, up. Or yeah. a grown up. Be a grown up, right? But she was doing that whole thing and then um, it came out. I remember watching the, the trailer for it on something and you know how like Justin Bieber's was like, don't stop believing or something. Like it was something dumb. Like never stop being Bieber. Like it was something stupid, but it was about him. Okay. And it wasn't so much. It didn't feel like when you're watching that as an advertisement for Justin Bieber, more as like, hey, this is what my life is like. It's a chaotic fucking mess. Mm-hmm. I'm Bieber. I approve this message. Yeah. Hers is like called like America's Sweetheart or something. Yeah. It's like, you look, if you want to enamor yourself to me, I don't care who you are. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I'm not buying her music. She can do whatever the hell she wants to. Mm-hmm. And her fans can love, love her stuff. Do you. I'll do me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But when you're calling yourself America's Sweetheart. Yeah. It's like putting your autobiography. Your autobiography is yeah. called I'm the best. You yeah, suck ass. Exactly. It's like, well, you're you're propping yourself up to a place where I don't like you so, so much anymore. Oh right? yeah, that only one person can give themselves a name, and it's stuck. And it's that guy, Kobe Bryant. Kobe. He called himself the Black Mamba. The Black Mamba. Yeah, and everyone and it, everyone it, everyone took to it. They're like, yeah, he's oh, yeah. the Black Mamba. He is the Black Mamba. Yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. That R. was R. this week. It was a shitty week. Uh, we've already kind of talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something we want to dwell on too much. Everybody's kind of like, yeah, I'm, st- I'm still like trying like, to trying sad to sad about it. Deal yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, icon of our generation, like we said earlier, our age group, our our age group's icon. Mm-hmm. We grew up with the guy. Yeah, I, I still remember the the McDonald's commercials. Yeah, when we were in, when we were kids, mm-hmm. when he was do the, the one on the bench. We yeah. saw how great he was. Yeah, and and, and we watched him be that great. Yeah, you know, and to see his ascension for like, and then what I what I I think what I respected the most about him is that he number one is that who he was on the court was not who, who he was off the court. And well, people, and was he, not, and he, he had yeah. no friends. Like people just uh, were just like they were because he said like yeah I would go out there, and uh, he's like I would just go out there with the mission to like kill everybody. You know, I mean, there is a different level of elite athlete, and we've talked about it already. I think we had an episode called the elites mm-hmm. about elite level people, whether whether it's in business or sports or whatever. And there's a different mindset, man. Like when you look at him when he does the um, all the talk shows or showing clips of him. He's a charming son of a bitch when he was walking around on camera. Yep. Like when he was sitting down in the chair talking to either Conan or Kimmel or whoever he had, he seemed like a guy that you want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And when he's on the court, he's not because he's got a job to do. He's got a, he has to be the best. Mm-hmm. He has to tell you he's the best. He has to make you believe he's the best. Yeah. And, and the thing is like he, yeah, he just, um, and Kobe, that, that was kind of to his detriment because like he, uh, he would car. He would like he's thirty something years old, mm-hmm. and uh, he's guarding point guards. Yeah, 
like Kyrie Irving and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like, that's that's insane. Like he's that's crazy. He's tortured. Like he's like, I want like he had to teach Kyrie Irving a lesson. Kyrie Irving like was like betting him. He's like, yeah. He goes, we'll play you. I'll play you one on one. Then like in the NBA game when they after that they had that discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were ISO against each other, and Kyrie Irving had the ball, mm-hmm. and then Kobe deed him up, and Kobe's like, "Yeah, come at me," and then uh, Kyrie Irving went right at the net. He stopped, he, like tried to spin around like that, and he went up, and Kobe just fucking swatted him. Greatest player of the game. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I was just. Uh, it's weird because yeah, he's just. Um, what I liked about that is that his the way he approached the game like, in in certain situations, like he would just he would go. He would go to the extreme, mm-hmm. like for example, like when he was, uh, I guess when, when Philadelphia was when they had Allen Iverson and they were playing, uh, uh, they were playing the Lakers. Um, Allen Iverson was going crazy, like he was scoring on Kobe and he went nuts. And then Kobe was like, "How the fuck do I guard this guy?" Yeah, he's a puzzle, right? Yeah, because like, like Allen Iverson's six foot nothing, weighs one hundred and maybe sixty five pounds. Like mm-hmm. he's like my my weight, and then uh, maybe a little bit heavier. And then, uh, but. You can't stop him. Well, he's straight up ghetto. Yeah. Like, he is a street yeah. motherfucker. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. And uh, so Kobe Bryant actually went home and he, he studied great white sharks. Yeah, yeah. And so the just movement, the, the like the movement, process. like National, National Geographic just had a hunt. Yeah, yeah. Next game, uh, I think Alan Iverson got like <laughs> maybe, so maybe 20 points. Yeah. Shut him down completely. That's insane. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, uh, he made him work for everything. There are just certain athletes who will put in the mental effort. Like there's guys who'll go to the court afterwards and, and they'll you know they'll work on their three points. They'll get their arms out. They'll get their arms loose. They'll just see like why am I moving the way I'm moving? What hurts? What's not working right? Mm-hmm. And there are guys like like the Kobe's, like the Gretzky's, mm-hmm. uh, McDavid. Mm-hmm. They have this mental game yeah. that is just so far past what you're doing. You like everybody. Look to be an elite athlete, you've got to be in the top one percent. Of those guys. Like yeah, to, because to become there's, there's only so many people who are going to make the NBA. There's only so many. Yeah. And let's just say all of the NBA are within that 1%. Mm-hmm. And then there is this like slim, paper thin Cream of the point zero yeah. zero one mm-hmm. that are the McDavid's and the Kobe's, the Sidney Crosby's. And when you watch them play, your brain can't put it together, what they're doing. You're just, you're in awe the entire time. Oh, yeah. Like, you wonder why they're getting those those angles, why they're mm-hmm. getting those shots. Why are they shutting down Allen Iverson? Mm-hmm. What do they do different? It's the same guy. Physically, oh, yeah. he's the same dude. Because he went away and he set up his mental game. Mm-hmm. He zenned himself out and figured out a puzzle. Yeah. And he doesn't crumble under pressure. No, it's uh he like if if I think Kobe loves the pressure more than anybody yeah. besides Michael Jordan. Like oh, yeah. as much as Michael Jordan. He's like he goes I want yeah, he yeah. goes I want the ball. He's like you just give it to me and get out of the way. Yeah, and he's like uh, I love it. Yeah, and he just has and then people would like NBA players would ask like, you know, who would you who would you like who you think is better LeBron or Kobe? Right? Like that that debate is like uh, it's up to like everyone else like, you know, like some people like Kobe, some people love LeBron. I think they're they're both great. They're both amazing. Yeah, like I'm I'm just in the Kobe camp cuz I just love Kobe's attitude. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to basketball and they said uh um a lot of people said like all the NBA players picked uh Kobe like one on one who would win. Yeah. And then Kobe even Kobe said, "Yes, I'd win." He's like, "I'd win easily." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he's like he goes cuz that's my game. He's like Le- LeBron is more like all around. Yeah. And but my game is like pure one on one. Well, it's like what we talked about on um on our transitional that little 8 minute transitional thing that we did. It's like when you have guys like uh like Kobe and Shaq and somebody asks you, well, well like they asked Shaq, right? Do you think there's anybody in the NBA right now who could have beat the two of you together? Yeah. And Shaq's answer straight up is like, no. no. Yeah, you out of your mind? Yeah, he's like, like are you crazy? crazy? That's just yeah. No. Yeah, he's like he's like that's in, that's impossible cuz like yeah. number one you have like you have to stop Kobe. Yeah. And number two well, actually, even number one, you have to shop Shaq. Yeah, you got to Shaq get in Shaq. his prime. Yeah, no one could stop that guy. You've got this like Hulk. Yeah, and then you've got this sniper. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah, you have the Hulk, and then you have like 
and then you have like spider-man yeah yeah nah, that's ridiculous yeah and they even asked like, it's like okay like, even um like shack in his prime it's like he he's a monster you can't deal with him and then uh then you have to d up kobe as well like that's uh in kobe in his prime something's going on here all right i'm playing a little uh yeah, no, we're clean. Yeah, yeah, we're we're here. It's yeah. just um for some reason, like I said, I opened that whole box up. Oh yeah, and uh and messed it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just they are they're just a different level. Oh like, yeah, they're elite just, athletes are just a different. Yeah, level. they're just cut from the same. This cut from a different cloth, and it's like it and like there's that's a reason why there's um you'll never have a league with a bunch of Kobe Bryant's. No, never with with that work ethic and that. No, uh, no, no. And uh, I would say this finally about Kobe Bryant is that um you. I think you judge a player on how good they are with like um, what they did with what they had. Yeah. Not because of, I'm, not, I'm not talking about team and stuff like that. I'm talking about like individual, like mm-hmm. like Shaq did excellent for what he had. He was huge, he was a monster, and he did the best with what he what he had. Right. Yeah. Kobe was six six. wasn't the highest jumper. wasn't the he wasn't the highest jumper. wasn't the strongest. wasn't the fastest. Yeah. But uh, for what he was for his size. Mm-hmm. And is fourth in scoring and all at like LeBron just passed him on Sunday, like the day he uh, passed away. Um, Saturday his, night. Saturday night. Yeah. The, uh, the text. Yeah. And uh, he just said, so I think, and then we, if you take into account like pure skill, like, I mean, mm. like technical skill, like footwork, um, like shooting uh, form, uh, like post up moves, um, mid range jumper, everything to account. That's my argument to say, like, who is the best of all time? That's why, like, Kobe is like the most. He is the most skilled of all time, and if you take into account like what he had, we have to work with. Plus, yeah. like, like injuries and stuff like that. He would like break a finger, go out next game, just keep going. He score forty. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, there, there is definitely no. I don't think you're in your right mind as a as a fan of sports to not put him in the high top ten. Mm-mm. I mean, like, he's he's easily in the top five. I'd say he. I, I would put him in the top. I would put Kobe in the top five of NBA players who of all lived. time. Yeah, and I don't think there's a, a a person in their right mind who's gonna look at that and be like, "Well, someday somebody's gonna pass him." It's like, yeah, obviously somebody's gonna pass him. The game's gonna change the way it works. The same way Kobe would have on the court with like Dr. J, like Kobe and Dr. J on the court together. Yeah, two different styles, two different plays, mm-hmm. play methods. But you can't take away what Dr. J did for the game. No, nope. Kareem did for the game. Like nope. these are guys who are definitely in the top ten, different eras, different play styles, mm-hmm. different points, right? But at the same time. You'd have to be out of your mind. You'd be crazy mm-hmm. to not say they don't all like those are the guys, right? Like yeah. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Dr. J, Kobe, yeah. Kareem, Larry Bird. Like the the list just keeps on going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kevin McHale. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like you know what? <laughs> but in the end, it's like uh, it's like era. like like thank whoever you like the best. If you think it's up whoever to you, you think man. your best man. That that because they, they 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 did the things that you that yeah. you prefer, right? So it's up to you. But uh, but yeah, but I don't anything on that. But I uh, just R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe, man. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was a bummer. It was a it was a real fucking bummer. It was it was just like so out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But um okay okay, how about this? I'm gonna okay. What are you more excited to see? Uh, Bloodshot or Fast and the Furious Nine? Can I can I give you my honest opinion? Yes, honest opinion. I don't want together. You, no, I don't. I, the one thing I don't want you to do is lie to me. I will not lie to you. Okay, my honest opinion. Okay. both. I'm a huge look. There are people out there who just like certain types of movies. Yeah, I like I like modern cinema. I like Nolan. I like watching a, I like a throwback to Kubrick. Yeah. But at the same time, I will watch anything Vin Diesel is in. 
Hundred percent. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I fucking enjoyed the last Witch Hunter. That's that's the divide. That's, that's the divide. <laughs> I I don't like certain garbage movies. There, mm-hmm. There's a lot of trash I don't like. I mean, obviously there's a bunch of Michael Bay stuff I don't yeah. like. There's um I can think of a ton of like the sex drive movies, like all those like teen comedies, American Pie, all that kind of crap. Don't have any time for. Yeah, them me either. I don't I don't watch those at though. all. But for whatever reason there is, like all the Fast and the Furious movies, I just zone out. I grab popcorn. I, I watch them beginning to end. Even Tokyo Drift. I watch them all. I fucking love those movies. Okay. I get a lot of trash no, for know, it, man. No, no. You know what? I I'm I can't fault you for that because like yeah. when I watch, if I'm in the mood for a trash movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch a, sh- a trash movie. Yeah, and that's what I do. I mean, like I, I'll watch an 80s like bikini movie, like like from like those- Sleepaway Camp. Like Sleepaway Camp, right? <laughs> right. But Sleepaway Camp is like, for me, it's like, that's a grade A movie. It, okay. The first one. The first one. But yeah. you're Even, a fan of two and three. Yeah. Two and yeah. But uh, how is that not trash? How is that not the Fast and Furious of horror movies? Like, uh, okay, all the Voorhees no, 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 movies. Okay, okay, I'll, say this. Okay, I'll say this. Okay, Sleepaway Camp from the eight, like those eighties, like uh, horror movies. They're right mm-hmm. in the middle, right? Because then you have like you have like your Nightmare on Elm Streets, and you have your uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and all those like those great and like Evil Dead's and all that stuff. And the yeah. 80s. those are like a quality, like for, for those like, are definitely the Star Wars of yeah, horror. Exactly right. Yeah. So then, uh, so you have those like The Exorcist, all those movies, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go right into the middle, like. Whoosh, Right, like for B movies, that's when you have like your sleepaway camps and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But I will go to the C. Oh, you'll go even worse. Yeah, I'll go to like School Spirit and like all that other shit. Like I'll I'll watch that, <laughs> but I can't. I won't watch the whole thing. But I'll be like, hey, you know what? Now I'm in the mood. Okay, I got enough shit on me. I'm like, that's a, that's enough. Go back to watch something regular. I I'm go back I'm, to Netflix or uh, go back to Amazon Prime. I don't even care. I watch and like Strangler gives me so much grief for it. But uh, that motherfucker listens to My Chemical Romance, so I don't know what he's giving me grief for. But I enjoy... Yeah, I know. The eyebrow goes up, right? I don't know. I kind of listen to My Chemical Romance. Yeah, no, we, had, we had that discussion before. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Shut up at all, because yeah. I, like I like that as well. Kind of getting back together. Um, but... Let's uh, hope not, yeah, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let's, let's work on, you, you, you let's work on Coheed and Cambria first. I would like them to just fucking give me something better now again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but when it comes to Fast and Furious, I watch them all. Mm-hmm. I watch them all. I don't know. I give that guy my money every time. Every time. Iron Giant, I'll watch that. Why don't you just uh, um, stream them? Yeah, Actually, I do. Of course I do. I don't yeah. pay money for these things. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's all it's all getting into my home. Yeah, because if I saw you... Li- if I, I think if I was like going to... I don't to have a, a box set. Yeah, okay, if, if I was going to the movies and I saw you in a lineup for like... If you were at the very end of like a lineup for Fast and Furious Nine, I would I would drag you out of there. I would fight you the whole way. Yeah, I, I would if I'm in a lineup for Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah. I will fight you before I get out of that lineup. Yeah, I, I will watch that. Yeah, thing. I'm not sure if your natural strength would beat up my frustrated strength. <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be like over your head. Yeah, just like throwing me through a yeah, window from exactly. your frustration. Like, get the fuck out of here! Get out of the lineup, you maniac! What are you doing? Yeah, then trying to explain that story to the police. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be I'd be filing a police report, and then he bit me. It's yeah, like, exactly. What? So what was the end game here? Uh, I just didn't want him to watch. I just didn't want him to watch that movie. Can we go now? He's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just there's a lot of crap I won't watch. Um, like I won't watch any of the sequels for Lake Placid. I won't watch any of the sequels for Great White. Uh, what was that the Big White Shark movie? The Thomas Jane. Is that was it like Great Big White yeah, or something that, like that? Uh, uh, that was a uh, Great White North. No, that was um. What was it? Uh, <laughs> well, Cool Jane. Yeah, and Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Um, oh fuck, I can't. Or whatever the new yeah. one is, The Meg. <laughs> The like, ma- I won't watch any of those. No, that's shit. Statham doesn't even get all my money. No, I, 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 won't, I won't give anything to Statham either. And even The Rock. The Rock's made a lot of crap I won't watch. I will not watch Tooth Fairy. All he makes, all he makes is movies. shit. That's all he, he makes. He makes a lot of shit. He makes, um, yeah, he makes a lot of like high-budget, like money-making shit. Yes, but I'll watch Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, but he, but he churns it out. But like, <laughs> but he, but he's he's under contract to like to make those movies. 
That's is, he, is, shtick, he, is he going to is he going to say no to becoming the highest paid actor of all time? Exactly. No. No, he's not going to be doing that. He's no. going to make those movies because there's a market for him. He, you know what, The Rock is, The Rock is the Michael Bay of actors. He makes movies for 13 year old boys. Yeah. They watch them. They enjoy them. They move on. Mm-hmm. They grow up. Like, I can't believe I like this movie. But I'm, I don't know. That's me with Fast and Furious. Well, let's see how he is in, as franchise. Black Adam. I think he'll be all right. I think so too. I think he'll do pretty well. Yeah. Um, he's been wanting to do it for a long time. I thought Shazam was surprisingly really good. Yep. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, the director of Shazam, I can't remember his name, but he did that breakdown on YouTube. Yep. Of um, why things happen the way they happen in a movie. Yeah. Because everybody likes to complain. Like, I mean, we're in that culture of complaining about everything. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly how I thought it would be. And obviously, I know better because I'm a YouTube commenter or I'm a YouTube uh, creator. I know films. Yeah. So I'll comment on why that's shit. So he went out there and he made this whole video about this is why it didn't look the way it did. You know why? Because we've got a budget and actors have other jobs. Mm-hmm. And I've got to make a movie in a six week window with actors who are all doing other stuff at the same time they're doing what I'm doing. Yeah. The only guy I've got is, is Chuck. We've got Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. We've got the kid who plays the little kid version of Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. He did such a great breakdown of why people who make comments about movies not looking or being right or being edited funny. Yeah. Oh, why they're all stupid. Oh, yeah. You, just, uh, you tell people to just whatever. Just, just get over yourself. Everybody on the internet. And this is my view I've had for a long time. It's like everybody who makes a comment on the internet is kind of a loon. Like everybody who makes any kind of comment, if you make a if you make a Facebook comment outside of a happy birthday, mm-hmm. you're you're a loon. You're yeah. just straight up loony. Yeah. If you make a YouTube comment about anything and act like you know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you're a loony. Oh yeah. You're loony tunes. If you make a video criticizing somebody else's film choices, you're like sandwich board crazy to me. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think I if I if I ever make a comment yeah. on YouTube or which is rare, but it's like if I'm part of a group like for, I'm part of that fork that AK that 4K alt, like you know high definition yep. uh group on facebook I, uh, the think tank yeah the think tank because <laughs> i just like it because like you know if i have any questions if, if there's any movies i want yeah. if i think about anything i'm like hey what do you think about this movie how was it well Before those, are, those are kind of different though yeah and so but if uh, i'll respond to those right yeah. but if you're um but yeah if you're if you're just like if you think that you represent the, mm-hmm. the, the masses when you're making comments oh there's a million people like me he goes yeah you should really change that because the, the deep mindset is that everyone's thinking the way I'm yeah. thinking. That, that's you. not true. No, no, no. That's, that's way off. Yeah. That's way off. Yeah. No, you're right. Nobody like the, the idea is that everybody's out, everybody thinks that it's kind of like um, the, the Homer type thing or, you know, the drunk dream, right? When he thinks that he's so clever and so smart, he's like a New Yorker cartoon. Yeah. He's yeah. drunk. Yeah. But in reality, he's a clown. Yeah. It's like everybody who makes a comment on YouTube thinks they're basically giving you the best thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. This comment is going to wow them. I know. This is going to friggin' wow these yeah. people. And yeah. then you read it. I'm going to wow you. Who is this guy? Yeah. This guy's a clown, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wow you. I'm going to wow you. Uh, I don't I just, know. I, I just think it's it's mostly, it's like, uh, yeah, people just need to like, really, they're like, either you, either you say it because you think that either you know better or you're, um, or that you're, that millions of people think, uh, think like that as well. So you're, mm-hmm. the, you're just going to comment out to get some attention. Yeah. Um, like or, you're just, or you're just being an asshole. You're just being an asshole. Your yeah. opinion doesn't matter. You it don't know matter. what you're talking about. Yeah. Like people who comment on editing choices and film choices for studios, for Villeneuve or for Christopher Nolan, whatever it is. Yeah. On YouTube or anywhere mm-hmm. ever, even even like writers of articles. None of these people matter. No. Their opinion doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah. And in fact, uh, the reason I started thinking this way was when Rogue One. Well, no, I've always thought this way. But the reason I really like jumped on board with my own thought process was when Rogue One came out. Mm-hmm. Rogue One pops up. The Princess Leia thing happens. She shows up. Uh, she says the word hope. And then everybody's wondering. It's like, well, it sounded like her. 
was that her actual voice? Did she like they took a piece of audio from somewhere else where she says hope like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah. So um, maybe that's what it was. And then one of the comments on that segment in YouTube when they're doing the, the CG was like, yeah, no, this was definitely lifted from the old audio because the audio sounds like shit. I'm like, yeah, 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 hold yeah, on, like, hold on, oh hold God, on that's second. so petty. You're telling me that this billion dollar franchise is going to go out there and not denoise or clean up their audio yeah. to sound like the, the audio in the movie. Like they're, they're just like overlooked it. Oh yeah. They just went to YouTube. Somebody held their phone up to the camera or to the, to the screen, recorded the word hope, came back and threw it in the movie. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you, yeah, man? Yeah. They have like sound engineers who are getting paid like God knows how much. To like to like make sure that this movie sounds as optimal yes. as possible. They have these thousand airs. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are making thousand air money. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. And I, you're like, no, the audio sounded crap. It's it's definitely taken from the original video. Yeah. It's uh, it doesn't doesn't sound quite. I don't know. Stuff. There's no point. There's. It, um, I think the reason I'm getting the reason this has been in my head lately, not to not to like shut you down there for a second, is I think I, I think it's it's close I felt, to this. I kind of rejected there. Yeah, I feel kind of. I know. I know. I, I feel terrible. I, I don't want you to feel rejected because that leads into my next point. It was like Bell's Let's Talk Day. Like the other day, yesterday, day before yesterday. Like two days ago. Two days ago, right? Yeah, t- yeah. I think two days ago. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like these days, kids, adults, whoever they are, they're on they're online and they're they're not able to handle the online world. They're not able to handle like the text and the messages and all the the just the amount coming at them. Mm-hmm. The negativity coming at them. And just it's just one of those things. Look, I don't know what's happening in your personal life. I don't know what's happening in your workplace life. I don't know about any of that stuff. I barely know what the fuck I'm talking about on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But if I can just let people know who are on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook and they're chasing likes and they're just trying to get their name out there or do whatever they're doing to make themselves feel better, instant gratification, then somebody makes a comment, makes them feel like shit, that comment doesn't matter. No. You just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you, yeah. If you can ignore. Yep. That takes the power of words away. It takes the power of words away, man. Sticks and stones might break your bones. Words cannot hurt you. I know we live in a cancel culture where whatever you say can hurt you and mm-hmm. a comment can hurt you and somebody can just look at you and call you an asshole and yeah. it breaks your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because that guy's got no self-esteem. He's living his own battles, man. Mm-hmm. Just fucking let them yeah. comment. Ignore all that shit. Yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah, watch your content. Don't look at, don't look at the at the, uh, at the garbage. Don't, don't look at the tweets coming your way. Don't read any comments coming your way. Somebody tags you and calls you an asshole. Whatever, man. It's awesome. That guy's life is probably not so great. Yeah. He's he's dragging you down. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm just like, yeah, if someone if someone comments on something I said or whatever, yep. I'd love it. I'll be like, yeah, go ahead. Go nuts. Yeah. I had a, I had a thing I was drawing. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm feeling great. Thank you for Thank acknowledging you. some work that I did. Yeah, exactly. I drew a, uh, a trap jaw on Instagram, like maybe about, I don't know, a year, two years ago. From Crassel Grayskull or? Yeah, yeah. Yep. From, from uh, Motu there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a trap jaw. And it was just a quick sketch I did when I was doing all the stuff that was on the wall here. Like a, like a 30 second colored inked all put out there and a guy's like that doesn't look like trap jaw i'm like well you thought it was trap jaw <laughs> i mean so mm-hmm. obviously yeah trap jaw is is from he-man it's Sorry. from he-man I, I, I keep thinking of the jaw bridge i'm like i've got it mis- mixed up there oh the, the the jaw bridge from castle grayskull yeah. i know i mean the actual guy yeah the, the actual guy yeah yeah so you know it doesn't doesn't look like him mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> i think my comment back was thanks for hey hey thanks man you too like it was something weird yeah like this guy's like saying when you hey. read it he's probably like yeah, he's like what do you mean thank you you too like Thank that's you. not even that doesn't even make sense to what I yeah. wrote. And then afterwards, like, well, no, I'm just saying it doesn't look like trap jaw. I'm like, well, obviously. So I replied back, and well, you thought it was trap jaw, and then that shut down the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like your attempted at attack was my quick deflection with something nonsensical, completely yeah. nonsensical. Yeah. And then you acknowledging that it looks like what you tried to say doesn't look like. Mm-hmm. It's a thirty second sketch, man. 
I don't give a shit what you think. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just out here being me, man. Yep. You be you. Don't let the haters get you down. Plowing ahead. Ah, plowing ahead. Well, what do you got, man? I mean, I'm always looking to listen, trying to come up with stuff that we uh, we, uh, we do. How was your how was how was your experience in the last uh, the last week or so? Last uh, six days. Uh not bad. It just uh, um, this is yeah. going away also. Oh no, yeah, the um uh, sooner or later. Yeah, nothing. Just getting just uh, you know. After the illness, just getting back into like working out and stuff like that. Just uh, the training's been back to normal. Yeah, today was a uh, today was a Kobe day. It was like a, a like I even high fived the guy and I was like, yeah, this one's for Kobe. The and workout. So, the workout. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna sweat like a machine. Oh fuck, it was gross. Like um, a broken machine that sweats. Yeah. I could, yeah. After the um after the bike, I was uh up to the floor. I must. I was like, I could. I, if I walked on that, I would have slept on it. Oh good lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross, dude. I know, man. It's good. Yeah. So then I went. Uh, and so yeah, I went. Um, uh, then I went home and then uh, I um, was I, I, I don't I, I don't have any like protein power to like have my morning smoothies mm -hmm. so I just uh, I ordered the Garden of Life stuff good gravy I don't know what this is yeah this tell, stuff, tell this, me about this, this Garden stuff, of this, Life this stuff is super super clean not an advertisement no filler no nothing and so I, I, I found it on Amazon for, like, and then I found then I went uh, I tried Canadian protein the stuff that, that uh, yep, the Raji Raji yeah so I got a two kilogram bag of that so that's coming that tomorrow stuff. so hmm. yeah so yeah, um, but other than that, uh, just uh, finding new music to listen to. That's about it. Yeah, new music and uh, music to like motivate you in the gym, or are you looking at more of that uh, the weekend stuff there? Uh, just music to, I can just uh, um, when I'm sitting down, I'm not like really. If I'm trying to relax or something, mm -hmm. uh, if I don't feel like reading or anything, I just want to just listen to music, to zone uh, out and listen to something. Yeah, just do that because like I'm, I think I'm lacking in that area because mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm still listening to older music. And uh, yeah, I, I'm like, the same. I, like you know when, when music be, like like my biggest I hate it when the music I'm listening to becomes stale. I'm like, okay, this, these are classics and stuff like that. But like, like there is other music out there that's, that's I gotta very increase good. my repertoire. Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been drawing a lot this month. Like just I've I've got one little personal project that takes a lot of my time up. Actually, and you know what? I never ask you that question. What are you up to? Oh, uh, that's all. You know what? I, I bounce back. I always kind of I show up with what i'm up to and then i kind of ask you i mean we do we get to it we get to it it's all right we play the ping pong yeah the uh the dialogue conversation ping pong so pass to uh, you pass to me yeah no it's been a lot of um i've noticed i'm listening to a lot of classic rock and a lot of um classical music mm -hmm. right now so i that that has been a thing i what i did is i put my cd player back together mm -hmm. my speakers and stuff because i wanted to hear real sounds again mm -hmm. instead of just like mp3s or I don't know. You always kind of feel like you're missing something. Yeah. Your brain always says, uh, says no, it's in there. And the speakers are over here. It's like an old ass something. I don't know what the hell that is. What's the name on that? The Yamaha. Is it a Yamaha? Yeah, it's, got, it's great. It's, it's uh, Yamaha is part of it is owned by Toyota. That's right. Yeah. yeah Yamaha does they show some, up in they, Toyota. Yeah. They, get, they make some kick-ass motor, motorcycle engines. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, huh? and, they, and they find they tune the audio, uh, and the the they tune the the audio of the V10 engine in the Lexus LFA supercar. <laughs> really, that's that's impressive. To make sure that what the driver experience is like is the look, bumble. It's a it's a there's no experience like it. Yeah, well, look, it's it's an all round feeling when you're driving a supercar or any car that you enjoy driving. Yeah, if because that that car is um and not not to set you off topic, but like the um because. Uh, because the audio engineer from there was the guy who does all the music instruments, mm -hmm. right? But uh, for anyone out there who wants to learn more about that car, because it's the first supercar that Lexus uh, ever made. Because they they want to make it's the first time Toyota ever wanted to make a car that competes with Ferrari. Oh, get out of town! Yeah, so like really, they, yeah, so they came up with this car, and uh, 
they it's so over engineered that it came to the point where like they were spending uh, the the one of the one of the engineers at Toyota like uh, he said you know what I want to make a supercar mm-hmm. and he said he went to the boss and he's like I'm thinking about doing this and the boss is like <laughs> and the, the, he's like yeah you know what yeah I'm still gonna make a supercar yeah the, yeah the CEO was like uh, you know what uh, and he's the grandson of the uh, of the guy who started the company of Toyota mm-hmm. and he said uh, the uh, to, to, Toyota Toyota yeah Toyota Motorsports his, his, his last Toyota name son? yeah is T O Y O D A Toyota. Yeah. No. And uh, he said, "Yeah, let's go. Let's go see what you can see. What you can come up with." So he made a car, and it was made out of aluminum. Mm-hmm. And then he found out about carbon fiber, and he said, "You know what? Let's scrap that. Let's just. I want to start from the beginning, and let's start from carbon fiber." And the gut boss is like, "Yeah, go ahead, blank just check." Go nuts. Do you have any idea how much that costs? <laughs> I mean, okay, that is just, that, that is. Hold on a second. You're taking a car which was finished, which is finished, yeah, designed, engineered, ground up, built, engine wheels calibration mm-hmm. weight balanced engine where's it going to be mm-hmm. front back middle all that stuff yeah and it's it's a drivable vehicle and they, they deliver to deli- almost delivered to customers yeah almost delivered yeah and then they're like you know what scratch it yeah let's uh it, what, what was it in production it was gonna go on the before they were gonna send it out yeah to go for uh because it was test driven and everything okay. it was ready um and then they uh because it has to go through the uh, Toyota has their own racing driver, and mm-hmm. they, he has to approve the car. He's got their own stick. Every single car that goes out, yeah, he has to approve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, they said, you know what? No, let's just start over again with carbon fiber. You because know what? It, it's it's going to weigh less. It's going to be it. so they that that costs hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. And Toyota's like, yeah, oh, fuck it, go ahead. Just go nuts. Didn't give a shit. And then they did it, and uh, the car is so over engineered. Mm-hmm. And then they found out that they're like, okay, you know what? Uh, the engine has to go in the front because we want the sound from the engine. Because usually supercars have a mid engine, right? Yeah. So they wanted the, the car from the the sound from the car from the engine to like come in through. <laughs> not through the spe- oh, I love it. Yeah, not through the speakers. How like uh, like BMWs are like yeah, yeah. to come in through the car. Yeah. And so they said they they, they said okay, so they had the, this engine. They're like, you know what? We want to make an engine, a V10. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a front engine. Yeah, but it has to but it has to be like it has to have the weight of a V8 or even a V6. So they said, you know what? So they they over-engineered this thing. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, now we need a testing facility. But they didn't have one. Because this whole thing was built in Toyota City. Is, so, there, is there a... Because uh, you're giving me a lot of information. So clearly you've watched... There's, the a, not, there's a National Geographic uh, documentary Okay, I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what they did is that they said... Because yeah, Toyota has its own city in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. And so, it's like, beautiful. Yeah. And so what they did is that they... Because they, they, uh, you know Toyota used to be an F1. Mm-hmm. So they, but they're not in there anymore. So they had this abandoned factory that was just brand new, had top of the line, top of the line uh, equipment in there and everything. They went there and they did the engine uh, manufacturing in there. And <laughs> I love that there was some Toyota version of Lucius Fox. Is like, yeah, you know, I've got this facility. Yeah, he's like, I have this massive facility here that no one's using. They're like, yeah, fuck it, use it. Curtain comes up. Yeah, and then they they did the whole thing, and the the car was the the, the engine is so small, but it's a V10. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the Yamaha engineers went in there to make sure that it's set. Like when you hit the throttle. Mm-hmm. It, the, the engine sings to you. Oh God! And funny. then like uh, and when they drove, when they took it around, they said this car is. Uh, there's no other car like this. There is, there is something like I said. That's an elite oh, and, move, and man. All, yeah, and also to, like that is Jeremy Clarkson's favorite car in the world. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I do like this a Japanese car because man, I mean, guys, just like one more notch on the not racist mark, uh, <laughs> on yeah. the not racist side, right? Yeah. All I is Jap car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfectly good bridge, but it's got a slope on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy is so bluntly, like, openly, bluntly, old man, ignorant. Yeah. I, I'm it's not, ridiculous. Yeah, like, I, I like all three. 
uh, those uh, those those three idiots. Um, mm. But because uh, I grew up like I, like like a ton of other people, I I loved uh, Top Gear. Top Gear is excellent. Top Gear is excellent. Like I st- I still think it was it got it was great, and then actually it was always good. Um, no, it was great. It was until all I left. good. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was it was great was, until they left. Until they left. Grand that show was incredible. Yeah, Grand Tour season one, two, and three are great. Mm-hmm. Season four, I well, it changes formats a bit, right? Yeah, season four is different. They went on. They, they do just do like uh, they do adventures. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't kind of want to. I I do like the idea that it's not just a car show. I mean, you can you can give me a show that gives me stats about cars and how yeah. much they cost and the base price and the leather interior and all that mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. I don't want any of that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. If I want to, if I want to learn about a car, about what's going to cost me for car, car and driver. I'll go to car and driver. Yeah. Exactly. I'll open that up, or I'll, I'll actually go to the dealership and pretend I'm going to buy a car, which I'm not going to do. I'll do that, or I'll you know you go down a little lot and talk to one of the guys there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just but uh, yeah. that show, man. Yeah. It's it's not about the vehicle. It's about the love of movement, yeah, of it's locomotion. A, yeah, it's about the 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 love of you. It's about the engineering it's yeah. about the uh the, the, the passion of it it's about the jackassery yeah and about the jackassery of there's it too so much jackassery yeah. i mean there's just there are times too and not just the people who are in the show but there are times when the car itself is just such a like certain things are just so over engineered mm-hmm. and just such a jackassery move to put into a vehicle mm-hmm. that you have to show it to people oh yeah that's a, that's why i love that 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 amazon show that uh Sentosha battle wheels <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that show because it's, it's, it, that's that's people like having it, just nothing but fun with their cars. Yeah, it's like, a really good and just really good beating time. the shit out of each other. Like I love that. That's that's, that's like what I would do for. Well, that's show. why you like demolition derby. Yeah, exactly. Like that's why um, that's like that's like demolition derby is more like kind of like tra- white trashy a little bit. Like it has it has that kind of like nah, stain on it. But it's poor man's entertainment. It's incredible. Demolition can, derby, WWE. But yeah, that that's, Ugh, that's true. Rumble. But I, I like it when uh, there's there's some competitiveness to it. No, that's great too. Yeah, because there's a sport to it. But yeah. there's there's yeah. that. There's rally racing. Rally racing you know, is a different question altogether. Yeah, rally like, racing is unbelievable. Like I, if I you know. want real sport, yeah. even the the crazies with the the Santosha when they're doing all their crazy shit. I mean, there, there's that for you, right? Oh yeah, that's that's what I love. Yeah. yeah. Man, I and do I sh- love demolition yeah. derby. I, sh- I showed you that uh, that Indian rally thing, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's uh, what's the guy's name? He keeps saying over and over. Sammy. Again? Sammy. Sammy. You, Sammy. Got to, you got to listen to me, Sammy. You got to listen. Oh God, oh, you got to wreck the car. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that that is the Indian rally version of Days of Thunder. Yeah, for sure. Slow down. Yeah. Take the wheel. The wheels. Think of the wheels. I can see. Yeah, I can see my dad doing that. Like he was. He would talk to that guy the same way. If my dad was like, my if when my dad in his fifties, uh, mm-hmm. that's exactly what he'd be saying to him. Yeah, he's the going to wreck the car. Well, because he was the the instructor. Yeah, he was the guy riding shotgun. Yeah, he owned his own school, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. This is the way you. I'm gonna talk to you if you don't drive properly. If you don't drive right, I'm gonna yell he's at like, you." Remember that like, he was saying that he's like, "Oh, fucking hell!" <laughs> Sometimes he's yelling, "Yeah, call that guy out." Yeah, that guy. That guy probably thinks he's the the best driver out there, Sammy. Oh yeah, he was belting off to him too. He's like, "Shut up, shut up, fuck off." I man, I love it when Indian people with 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 their thick accents when they speak English and they 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 don't know how to swear properly. Like you know, how, like the the vernacular is incorrect. Well, it's not just it's yeah, the vernacular is incorrect. You can almost see the poor grammar in writing when you hear them talk. Yeah, and you can also hear them struggling. It's like yes. you son of you son, son of, of mother of whore. Yeah. It's like whoa, you you, you mother of bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mother bitch. Yeah. First I blow you. Yeah. yeah. And then I blow you. Yeah. Blow me. What the fuck? Yeah. There's that. Or like, uh, goddamn bloody fucking bitch fool. <laughs> the problem. The problem with like India and Indian, like the the vernacular and the dialogue and the dialogue the way it's spoken is like there's so many different languages. 
Yeah, it's, they're it's, all trying it's, to communicate. It's a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck, and then you throw in English, which is trying to become the universal language, and then you know you've got a language that's kind of like backward, like not really linear, right? It's mm-hmm. it's forwards and backwards all at the same time. Yeah, like that. that it, it's kind of sad to say that uh, maybe speaking English is probably the best thing because it kind of like it's a uniter that you know, everyone can just like it's like almost like a currency. It's like yeah. everyone can just you don't have to exchange. You just have, like you don't have to go somewhere and just like learn another language. You can just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, hey, good. Well, it's weird how like when you speak English or when somebody comes up and uh from a from a different from a different part of the world and starts speaking in English, we just assume they it was they had an easier time learning. I, I can't learn Japanese. But like a Japanese person rolls up here and it's like instantly they have No, English. no, you you can learn Japanese. No, you can, but it's it just seems like it's way harder than just rolling into Canada and picking up English. Yeah, like there's no real reason because like it's it's harder to learn English as a Japanese person than to mm-hmm. learn uh, Japanese from an English person. I think. Or you think so? I think so because uh, it's harder to learn English if you were. I guess it, I guess that the situation was if you're going to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. You are. It's. I guess it's easier now because like you know Jap- Japan has opened up. It's like it's more. Uh, I was kind of hoping you're gonna call it Japania. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more. It's, it's more like uh, it's more friendlier to, to like. Uh, um, to the outsiders, right? Mm-hmm. But like a a Japanese person trying to come into Canada, trying to come into like Canada, for example, there is no you are you have to learn how to speak English. You, that's what I mean. You can't get, but in in Jap- Japan, you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, you can glide a little bit. Yeah, more. but now now you have Google Translate and stuff like that on your phone. You do. Yeah, I just it just feels like like English is the most dumbed down language, but it's also universal. It's super linear. Mm-hmm. I mean, it there is no linear. It is super. Mm-hmm. Like everything you say, kind of follows a path. It goes. You, in yeah, you can you can get away with like using just the bare minimum. Exactly. Yeah, like, and based on that, you can yeah. get better at English. Yeah. Is kind of like a like like a, I guess like fighting or a martial art or something, right? Or yeah. jujitsu, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You can have your single, like, simple English. Yeah, just, Super throw, broken, yeah, just, just throw haymakers. And haymakers. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And you can get by. Yeah. You're not going to do well, mm-hmm. but you'll get by. Yeah, but then you have an English scholar who's like Bruce Lee. Who's Bruce Lee. Yeah. And he rolls up and he's throwing, like, doths and, yeah. and vows and vows and all sorts of weird shit at you. Yeah, you get to debate with him, then he one-inch punches you with yeah. his voice. Like, could so. you imagine, like, if somebody heard the word vernacular mm-hmm. who doesn't speak English? Like, well, what do you mean vernacular? Or, or even a, a, someone who does speak English. Well, someone who does, right? Yeah, that's like, not an everyday like, word. like... Oh my god! Like, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's it's a different part of code. It's like yeah. it's a it's a different level of code. And yeah, when they roll up and it's so much better. But yeah, but, you can still get by. But there's probably like I'm not sure if that. But that's an interesting question. Was like you know if you go outside of Tokyo, mm-hmm. is the, the the language doesn't change? I bet you it does. But that's but that's that's the question, right? Does it change? I bet you it does. So like, do do people in Tokyo speak better Japanese? I guess. Because the, the language, I'm assuming there's no like different types of uh, different types of Japanese that you speak when you're going into like, like to go to Hokkaido, for example. Right? I think there is. I don't know. I think there is. I don't know. I was trying to learn Japanese for a little bit there. So is there? Do people in can people in Hokkaido talk to people in Tokyo? Absolutely, hundred percent. Japanese are Japanese, but there's definitely a, okay. A good example would be us. So our family comes from Fiji, which mm-hmm. is in the middle of the Pacific. But everybody on our side who came down to, on like, you know, our family members, a lot of them emigrated. The Indian side all emigrated into, into, uh, Fiji from north, from UP, like, like north. UP, yeah. 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 Northeastern, uh, northeastern India. So when you hear them talk, there's a certain kind of, like, a certain type of, 
I guess, slang or lax kind of way mm-hmm. uh, it's spoken. Right? The, the language isn't the same as it would be as if you're watching an Indian movie mm-hmm. where they're speaking Hindi. It's like you watch that and you're almost, if you don't, if you're not really good at it, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. Yeah. You can kind of get lost watching a movie, right? But there's definitely, when you go to India and start traveling around, especially like I've gone, I've gone like two directions three times. So when I go from west to east, it becomes more and more like what I speak, mm-hmm. like what I grew up speaking mm-hmm. compared to like when you're in Mumbai, it seems like these guys are really, yeah, that, that, they're dropping a real like classical English over here. Yeah. Like I can see that with, uh, um, uh, not I, to say you wouldn't speak both. Like I can speak at all. Yeah. Like I guess, I guess but my, I'm definitely changing up the way. Yeah. I Cause talk. like India like has like, cause that's because I'm just, I just don't know because like mm-hmm. I, I, I know that India has like so many regions like, uh, that have like their own special, like they're even the, the they're, they're known for their food. Like, you know, there's oh, yeah. some, there's, and then like, and the, some languages are, different some languages are, are different all, all the time. Right. I guess maybe that's something that's something to research is like, you know, mm-hmm. like is, is Japanese spoken the same way in, uh, in Northern Japan and, and in Southern Japan as or well. Are there, is there more than one Japanese? Like you know, we, well, we that, colloquially that, that, say Chinese. Yeah, that, that's the end answer. Like, yeah. is there a different? Uh, is, is there, there how, different how, how many how many different uh, ways are there to speak Japanese? Dialect, right. Yeah, because like when you learn Japanese, mm-hmm. they don't say. Uh, I've never heard of someone say like, okay, this is okay, this is Japanese. Okay, like they, this is the way they speak it in in Tokyo, right? They, yeah. Or this is how they speak it in in the north northern sections, right? Mm-hmm. But so, there is that though. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There so, is that. There is that. Okay. Yeah, so that. so yeah. there is like there there is a very formal and mm-hmm. there is an informal and then there is like a like a almost like a rural mm-hmm. and then there's almost like a city as well, right? There are, yeah. there are multiple versions of it. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering because I didn't get that deep into it before. I just kind of pretty much gave up. Yeah. However, our uh, Kiwi buddy there. The Daniel from uh, from Rotorua, mm-hmm. he was like very not fluent, but he was very good at reading Japanese. Mm-hmm. So he'd be the guy for us to ask, or or an actual Japanese person. You know, if you're Japanese, you want to like drop us a line. Let us drop know. us a line. Let us know. But um, in like in China, we colloquially say they're speaking Chinese. Yeah, they speak Mandarin, Mandarin, or they Cantonese. Cantonese. Yeah, because I mean, there's two very different languages, right? Yeah. So I wonder if there is in Japan as well. Like, is there a... Is there I don't... A, yeah, exactly. I'm going to find that out tonight. Yeah, we don't real-time Google here. Otherwise, that would be a good thing for us to have, like, a yeah. you know, a dude who sits there and produces our show mm-hmm. to real-time Google. <laughs> yeah, we need... Yeah, we, yeah, we, need, we, need, we need a fool here. <laughs> yeah, we need a fool. <laughs> an indispensable fool. We need <laughs> an indispensable fool. But yeah, I wonder about that. Because, like, uh, I do... Like I said, I do know from, like, personally traveling, like, mm-hmm. that's, the, uh, that's the thing. Hey, here's a question for you. Here's an answer. Speaking of the Google thing... Have you ever bothered to Google search whether or not a mother actually gained superpowers and lifted a car off her kid who was pinned under it? No. Or is that just an urban legend? No, I, I, just, I just took it as truth. Right? Yeah. How many things are we just kind of like told that we're just, we just like take it as truth? Just like that. Yeah. That's wild. Like I thought today I was walking around and it just occurred to me. I was thinking about like, you know, how the human body is built. You know, you know why I took it as truth? Because hmm. I, I think I could do that. I'm sure you think you, you can do that. <laughs> I like how, how like deadly serious you are. Like, I think if it came down to it, I could fucking do that. Yeah. It, every it, every guy definitely thinks that. No, and I, and I'm, I'm not saying that as a, uh, um, as, you know. As an overestimator of his own strength. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not. You're a strong guy. Well, well look at me. Fuck. <laughs> You're built like a tank. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, like a like a Sherman tank. Well. Maybe one of those German tiger tanks. They're maybe, not gigantic. yeah. D- definitely not a panzer. Definitely uh, not a panzer. Yeah. Uh. I'd say if like yeah, so like what but game I th- was the Panzer Thrust to move? That <laughs> was Samurai Showdown, wasn't it? Yeah, the dude did the Panzer Thrust. Yeah, Panzer Thrust. Yeah, the uh, yeah. So, but I think like we've because uh, 
I've had moments where I'm like, oh shit, like, and I'm, I need to like uh, pick up something or like something slipped. And I'm like, you know what? And then I'm like, there's no way I could lift that up if mm-hmm. that if the situation didn't occur. Yeah. But and if, so if it came down to like if something was on my dog mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Yeah, I'd Hulk that thing right over. You just flip that thing. Yeah, I. If it was like a Buick. Yeah. Like a like a or let's just say even Buick. Raji's gonna love that. Let's just say it was like a 1990k car. Like you know, mostly made of styrofoam. Yeah. And your dog's underneath it, and he's he's gonna get crushed, but he's not crushed. Yeah. But it's gonna happen. Yeah. If you don't get under there right away. Yeah, I would. I. I. I Can you like side lift that K car easily? Just no problem. No problem. How much of that is just like a guy overestimating his own ability? Probably all of it. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Every little bit. Mm-hmm. Was it five thousand percent? It's uh, guys like overestimate their abilities by five thousand percent. No, I think I, I would deserve to get run over by that car. Yeah, yeah. It would. Well, you'd get it up, and then you get under there to pull them out, and you go one handed. Then they're oh no no that, that's uh, then I'd be like I'm like someone get them. <laughs> yeah, now you're both. Yeah, somebody yeah. get them. Yeah, I can't hold this thing forever. And then uh, so but, with uh, the Hulk. Yeah, with the Hulk. No, but that was okay. See, so it came to me in a weird way. I started thinking about how much I hate The Walking Dead. Because mm-hmm. I do. I hate The Walking Dead. It's a stupid show. The zombie idea of that thing is stupid. The yeah. whole thing is dumb. All that gasoline should be useless by now. I'm not going to get into it. But I do enjoy the idea of the way the rage virus was in 28 Days Later. The idea that, you know, all it does, it disconnects the like the, the, the part of the brain that works normal. All the functions messed up. So they just get angry. They're still bite and eat and grab people. They're still humans. They're not zombies. You can still kill them with a shot to the head. Mm-hmm. But they don't have like super hearing. They don't have super smell. Yeah. Like how come like a zombie virus makes it smell great? But the one thing it does do is it destroys their inhibition, right? So mm-hmm. you no longer feel the pain the same way. Yeah. And that's the only thing that really stopped. Like when people are on PCP, mm-hmm. like I fought a guy on PCP. It took like four or five of us to calm the guy down. And yeah. even that barely worked. The cops had to show up. Yeah. Guys on PCP... They can they can throw somebody half across the room, but the next day their body doesn't work like a body anymore. All your muscles and shit are torn. Yeah, up. they went they go whoosh, then whoosh, like that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you you can you can lift that car, but you're not going to use your arms for a year. No, no, it, like it, you ripped everything up. Yeah, you ripped everything up. Like yeah, yeah. If, if, if 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 let's say if that happened to me and if I if I lifted it up, mm-hmm. yeah, I know the next day your I'm hands gonna, are yeah, useless. I'll be like someone's got to drive me to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, well, probably later on that day. Yeah, or I'll be a knuckle dragger because I'll yeah. be uh, they'll be dragging on the road like a fucking beast from X Men. <laughs> well, now my arms are too long. Exactly. Yeah, and my back is all messed up. Yeah, because I mean, there's just that kind of weight. Like like uh, like chimpanzees and shit. Yeah, they're dense muscle mass. Like, mm-hmm. how come they can lift things up? Well, because their pain threshold is higher and their yeah. muscles are denser. So humans can still do it, but you know we have pain that tells us to stop. Mm-hmm. So all that led into the idea. Well, could a could a lady like how come we always hear about the urban legend? So I was wondering like, has anybody ever ever Google searched? Did a lady ever really pick up a car off her baby? Okay, you know what? You know why I believe it? Hmm. Because I've seen it. I've seen something that no human could probably possibly do something like that. Yeah. And it was done. Really? Yeah. With your own eyes. I, I've seen it multiple times. In person. I, I've i seen some things. No, no. I saw it on, I, I saw it on TV. Okay. Okay. But, I, but, he, uh, but over and over again, I saw him do it and it was, I don't know how the hell he did it. It wasn't David Blaine, was it? No, no, no. Okay. You no, know, this is like, this is, I, I don't know how he did it. I need details. But it, but you could tell it's, it's all driven by like, um, it's driven by your mind. No, when you when it's, it's like a something happens to you, and then you're like, uh, uh, and it just causes you to like, uh, oh, I, I believe that it could be an adrenaline rush, and then like all of a totally sudden, buy it. and then uh, next thing you know, he does something that's that's superhuman. Totally believe it. Yeah, I I think that's why I should. I Do you should know clarify. what it is? Was that? Oh yeah, no, I thought you were gonna get to it. Oh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, finish go your point. No, 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 you go first. Okay, it was when uh, so polite here. It was when Van Damme kicked that tree down in Kickboxer. 
get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> that was impossible. Like, it, well, we've seen guys on the on, that wasn't on real? YouTube. I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure it was real. I think Van Damme told them all, like, hey, you guys, you want to see something cool? And he just did it. I bet you that anything there was four takes that's of that, and that was time. the best take. Probably. Yeah. That's that's after the guy. Don't tell me my whole job was a lie, okay? The guy came and, like, replaced the outside of the tree. Yeah. With, like, all the broken tree. Mm-hmm. With the star that was real blood. I don't care what anybody says. That was that was, that was the truth. It's real. Yeah. I, uh, I believe that it can be done. I, I don't think I'm doubting that it can't be done. I think it could be done, mm-hmm. potentially. Like, if, you're, if your brain just shuts off and says you're not going to feel pain... You're just going to do it. like the triathletes. Look at yeah. triathletes. They, they, for their feet, Eddie Izzard, like 25 marathons in 25 days. Yeah. His feet were just jelly by the end of it. Yeah. But, and then, but and like the, he just shuts it off, right? Yeah. But like even like there's, there's, there's that Punjabi guy who's like, who ran a marathon. Yeah. And he's a hundred or something like that, right? Yeah, he just does it. Yeah. He just does that just because he has the will, right? But the thing is, like, if you, once you have the adrenaline mm-hmm. and you're like, and then you're in, you're in that, that, that panic state. Yes. I think it can be done. Yeah, that that fuels it even more. I think to think I, I I'm not you know I don't know medically speaking, but like, I think that's what fuels it. As a as a guy who I mean we were that's what we did. We worked in bars for a long time. As a guy who's been in a, like numerous bad situations, there are times when you're like I said the tunnel vision hits. Yeah, you almost see things better than everybody else. You get your body just your your brain and body just start working together, and you almost become a passenger. Yeah. And everything just starts happening. Mm-hmm. You're there, but it's like you're just in the matrix now. Mm-hmm. And your body's doing it. Everything's working out well, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. It can happen. So I totally believe it can happen. My question is, the lady and the baby. I want I want to know, did it just kind of happen? And somebody saw it? And somebody wrote about it, like in the 70s? Like, is there an actual story about a lady lifting the car off the baby? You know, like, okay, the, the plant, where the dude, he puts the plant in the corner of his room. Yeah. Wakes up in the morning. The plants on the other side of the room. So yeah. things has got to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out the thing's full of fucking spiders. Yeah. So all the vibration of the spiders are moving the plant across the room. Yeah. Like, that's clearly BS. Like, that's yeah. an urban legend. Yeah. Like, the but the thing of the, the, the woman is that uh, um, the reason I believe it. Well, the thing is, like, there's, there's reasons to believe it and not believe it. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, what. Again, uh, I totally believe it. I just want to know, did it, like, I believe it could, ha- I believe it could happen. I believe, yeah, that's the thing. I believe it could happen. Yeah. Because, like, you don't know, because people are just, they're. Um, well, that, that primal instinct. Yeah, it's like it's, it's there's a, a baby under the car. Yeah, that's they, my baby under the car. Yeah, that's my baby under the car, right? Fucking lift this car over. Yeah, so I I, I think it's you know I'm not saying it's a it was a Ford F one fifty. No, no, like, no. So I'm de- which might be easier because it got more height. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's definitely plausible. It's a, definitely possible. It's within the realm of possibility. I just want to know where that. the where the kernel of truth came. Like, where did the story come from? Like, I wonder because I I never bothered Google searching even today. I was like, I'm not going to do it until this until we get to the show. Afterwards, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll take a look. I always wondered, like, was there really a plant full of spiders went across the room? Or did somebody just think of a way to make up an urban legend? Did a lady really pick up a car off of her, you know, crushed baby? Mm-hmm. Or was it just something somebody's like, you know what? I bet you a lady could pick that car. What did she do? The baby was stuck. What did she pick the car up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. She got like, she must have got like a burst of strength and she picked the car up. Like, I wonder where the truth, like where the true story is. Is there a true story? Mm-hmm. Is there a real lady who really picked up a baby? Can like was she interviewed? Was there was there an article? I, I, I just don't. I have to look at the. I have to read the actual of the exact events of like what exactly happened. Like, mm-hmm. did she pick up a baby then like kick the baby over like just well out of the way and then put the car down or like <laughs> right? I don't know the like did story. that happen? Yeah. Was there was it that she just kind of like got the suspension up a little? Or maybe someone she's like come come with me and then like uh like if like like was like if, if okay I don't care like I don't, okay it's a baby mm-hmm. okay if a car is parked on top of a baby it's gonna be dead okay. 
Well, not always. I've seen, that's kids, the thing. I don't, I've seen kids get mangled up and weird shit like that, and then come out looking but, well that's rattled. The thing, but this, okay. is a, this is a baby. Yeah, a baby so under. I, a so I don't know exactly what the what the I don't know the all the circumstances and like how the whole thing just. Or even if it was a baby, it might have been a three year old. Who knows? I mean, some people refer to a three year old as a baby. As a baby. Yeah, a baby's under a car. Or a child. Like that child, right? Yeah. I'll tell you, I saw a guy when we were at Reds years ago. Um, this crazy broad, me and me and one of the other guys. Oh, broad. Crazy broad. He's one of the other guys. We used to call him Diesel because he looked just like Kevin Nash. Awesome dude. So we're standing by the front door and we just see this one lady in the parking lot, the broad, in a parking lot with her friends. Like mm-hmm. Two or three other girls, two or three other guys. And um, they were straight up Jersey Shore. Like We're talking like leopard print pants. Um, hoochie tops, chains, gigantic earrings, Marge Simpson hair. In my in my, in my presidency, those people would be eliminated. <laughs> they would be gone. Yeah. But they were straight up. Even the guy, the guy with like jet black hair that was probably filled in with a marker and like super tan. Yeah. That this girl just screams and runs, and we were on the upper level of the West Ed parking lot, and she just takes off. She's booking it, booking it, booking it. And if you know how that parking lot's built up, you know that when you get towards the doors. There's these little like uh, what do they call those like like drawbridges? Mm-hmm. What are they called? And then if you look over that, it's like a sheer twenty foot drop to the bottom. Well, she went for a dive. She went to go jump over because she's gonna end it all, not realizing you're probably not gonna end it all. You're gonna end up in the hospital. And me and Diesel are cooking behind her and him because we see the whole thing go down. And as we get to it, we expect to see like a red spot at the bottom because the guy kind of like leaps over to grab her, and uh, he's got her. He just he cleared that gap faster than anything i've ever seen yeah and that was like that's that superhuman strength yeah, yeah. so with my own eyes in real life mm-hmm. i've seen a dude make a move and then grab she must have been 110 120 pounds mm-hmm. he just like reached over and like cliffhanger stallone style grab both wrists yeah i mean we were absolutely certain Still, red spot stallone uh, uh the gray hair yeah yeah, well, well, yeah. stallone uh, his, his safety record on cliffhangers is uh 50 50 <laughs> very true so he did better than Stallone. Yeah. This kid was 100%. Yeah. Yeah, he ran out and grabbed her straight up. So I have seen weird things like that happen. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just wondering where the, the true story of the lady came from. Like where the story comes from. We're not going to know until we research it. We got to research it. Yeah. We have to go back and take a look at where yeah. the true story came from. Yeah, don't forget that. I should I should write it down. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to put an asterisk next to it. Yeah. Um, also, I was mad again today about people saying, uh, can you send me that again? Can you send me that? Can you send me that photo again? On a message thread where it already sent the photo. Yeah. I got asked again in a Facebook message thread to mm-hmm. send a photo back. Yeah. And uh, I just wrote back, scroll up. And they were like, no, just put, send it again. Wow. I'm like, it's right there. It, it's in our message thread. Mm-hmm. I know you have it. Can yeah. you see it? And I'm like, yeah. But can you send it again? Like, why? Why? It's there. What? Click on it. It's like, I just need, scroll I, up. Yeah. Scroll up. Scroll up. Because I need to know why you want me to send it again. Because I'm not understanding what uh, what your what your malfunction is here. Yep. Sergeant Pyle. Oh, uh, actually, oh, another story that happened. Um, I went to, uh, to the Starlight Room on Saturday. You went to go see a show. Went to go see uh, Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday. Um, went to go see Jizza. I know. Yeah. Did. How was that? That was unreal. Um, did you tell him that you ran into him at an airport one time? Uh, if I had got the chance to meet him, I would have said it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I know you probably don't remember me, but like, I hung out with you in the airport. One yeah, time. remember that? Remember that day when I was sweating and I met you guys? And then, it was uh, rad. uh, yeah, Sweat then like you probably get the stalker away from me. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, um, pretty uh, good show. Unreal. How long was it? Went from twelve. 12.15 to one thirty. Not bad. Yeah. So you got your money's worth. Yeah, it was great. Nice. Yeah, it was good only 30, it was thirty bucks, and then uh. Uh, 
Yeah, he sang. He, he he didn't just do Liquid Swords. He did like all of his albums. He did Wu Tang albums. He did no like, way, huh? He did all a bunch of albums. He like he did other people's verses as well. Well, they are still technically the Wu Tang Clan. They are technically yeah. So, there's, I mean, yeah, there's, there's like there's like a thousand more. members, but like uh, um, uh, the the show was uh, yeah, the show was great. And they, they, actually, you guys have to probably deal with this all the time uh, when you were back in the day. Um, so. As soon as we got to the floor, we were like, as soon as the show started, we got, we went onto the floor mm-hmm. where and it was jam packed. Okay. It was like just wall to wall. And then, um, so we were we were pretty much, we were pretty much like, we were like one third in there, I think, mm-hmm. but we were right beside the bar. That's the worst place to be. And, um, uh, so there was one guy there and he was like, like, I don't understand why you would do this if you, if, <laughs> if, if you were going to, like, a concert or something. Like, if you're listening to this, I need to explain that the look of disdain on at Backside Attack's face. Oh, was, yeah. It was, it was uh, pretty it was remarkable. fucking awful. And so uh, I saw this guy, and I was like, I saw the bartender. She was just, like, serving. She asked for a drink, and he's like this. And this guy was just completely disheveled. Like, this Shrewd. guy was, yeah, this guy, like, just um, totally dehydrated. Just, like, like in, he looked like an exhumed corpse, basically. Tongue out. Yeah, and he was, like, he's, like, he's, like, looking around. One eye's pointing one way, one eye's pointing the other way. Um, like a like a lizard, <laughs> like an iguana. Yeah, like an iguana. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So then he's like looking around and he's sweating just like crazy, and uh, and she gives him another drink. And I was I was go I was about to go up to her and just point down at the guy and just go like and just like slice this his neck. This guy's done. This guy's done. Like stop feeding him stuff, and then uh, uh bartender. Yeah, and then um, so we were we were partying, and then there was a there was this one guy behind us, and uh, this black guy. I'm saying he's black for a reason. Um, he was. Um, this song came on called Crash Your Crew. And uh, this song, he he's like, and then we start singing. He's like, you guys know this track? And we're like, yeah, man. This, like, liquid so, like, like Wu-Tang is our life. <laughs> and then, uh, and so we started. Did you like Superman style, open up your shirt with a gigantic W tattoo on your chest? Yeah, I think I don't have any Wu wear. <laughs> so like, uh, and so we were just singing to it. And they, when like, uh, and when the end, uh, the N words drops, I, d- I didn't say them. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "Man, I don't fucking care, man." He's like, "Who cares?" He's like, it's Wu Tang. And then so I was like, "Okay, fine." So then we started doing it, and he's like, uh, "Give me a hug." And he's like, "Yeah, man, this is fucking." He goes, "This is what this is all about." Racism is stupid. Yeah, and he's like, "He goes, who he goes? Who gives a shit?" It's and then, a uh, song, man. Yeah, you're in the moment. You're with a guy who doesn't care. You're with just, friends who don't care. Oh yeah, this guy was this guy was fucking awesome. And then There's uh, no like malicious intent. No, he just wanted to go there, and he was de- he was so jumping in the air. He was going crazy. And I'm like, "Yeah, these are the guys I got, these are the guys I respect at a." At a at a rap concert. Yeah, there's lots of good people yeah. at a concert, man. And, and then um that same guy, um uh his friend was he had a friend with him and they were both wasted. Excellent. So then uh not drunk guy from earlier. Yeah, that drunk guy from earlier and his friend was the and the guy who was with them. Yeah, yeah. Um they were both wasted. And then like uh uh his friend went like this and he's like he took a he took a drink he was right next to me and he took a drink and he went like this and he just went like this like a like a snake just like went like this back into his like vase or whatever <laughs> it just like it was he was charmed right, right to the ground and he crumpled into oh, yeah. a mess oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like dirty laundry just cr- <laughs> on the ground. he's like a like like obi-wan yeah pretty much yeah so then he collapsed and then we were, everyone was like this and then like this guy's but, dead yeah so the bouncer came up checked if he was breathing then dragged him away maybe uh, who knows what happened God, to him great the bouncer walked up and put his foot on him like darth vader and the body's just gone yeah he's, he's like <laughs> and then uh his friend is still fucking going and he's still drinking he's not even i don't think he knew he was at a concert and then uh and then all of a sudden he's in front of me and then like uh and that guy next the guy who I was partying with next to me he was we were just going crazy and then all of a sudden that that first guy who was like the first guy I noticed who was too drunk, mm-hmm. he went like this. He took his drink, uh, he just took it his glass and he just went like this, went like this, and he put his glass down. Took a drink, and then he what? He was 
vertical and then he just went whoosh, like gone <laughs> gone oh man and just dead like he, there was um and then i went like this i went to the, the those the kids hit their head man yeah man and uh, like he just went down and then everyone was like there was about six of us around him um we're like holy shit this guy is this guy's fucked up and then uh um we and then we got the the, the bartender like she jumped over the the bar and she's mm-hmm. like she looked at him and then bounces came like right away and they checked him they went to see if he was breathing and then they started like punching his chest oh yeah and then they slapped Little him in the face rub. yeah and then they <laughs> slapped his face and then he was out uh, and then like then the bouncer picked him up and started shaking him like a kid <laughs> i started ragdolling him like just uh, like just like well he goes what the fuck man he's like and then uh then they did he pop back up at all uh, he's pretty far gone by that point no like, if you he, blacked out yeah he, there, out his one eye was like this it was like yeah. like that like just the like, rolling into the back of his head like the you exorcist gotta get ambulance. yeah so then they just uh they took him away and then mm-hmm. we're like we looked at each other and we're like yeah just keep going <laughs> you never know man what ends up happening a lot of times too is not even over serving it's he is his friend gets a drink he puts it at the table they come back five minutes later he get another drink and next thing you know he's got six or seven at the table you know more he's me, mixing man. his alcohol and yep. and he's just goobered yeah and i mean it's a lot going on. i know everybody likes to point the finger right away like that's oh, over service that's what that is it's, man you're you don't know from that perspective sometimes when you're a bartender and you've got like 50 people in front of you everybody's pointing everybody's doing something everybody's asking a question it's like you're you know what over service is you know what somebody that drunk looks like but there are times when you just can't quite put it all together and you just serve them yeah, so it like, yeah. Happens, it, it, right? it's such a it's such a coagulated mess. You're like, it's there's just just such so mess. many things going on. There's noise. There's lights. It's crowded. Yeah, you it, should be better, and and a lot of them are better, and people are getting better. Yeah, and service is getting better. Yeah, and but you're right. It is like even as a bartender, you're kind of being assaulted by your senses are assaulted all the time. Yeah, and there are a lot of great ones where that will never happen. The mm-hmm. majority of bartenders I worked with that barely like really became like an issue. Mm-hmm. But I mean, guys will go back to the table. And their friends got like a shot. Yeah, and the friend's got like a, a Jager, and he's got a friggin' Sambuca. Yeah, he's got all this sugary alcohol in the system. He's been drinking rum and cokes all night long. Yeah, they're like they're just doing that party frat boy drinking, right? Yeah, it's and then somebody gives no beer. It's so bad for you. It's like oh, and plus, it's... like you know, you're drinking all that stuff, and then like you don't put anything in your system. Oh yeah, and then you just uh, you get sick, and then your blood sugar drops, and you're like, I can't. And you're like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> or you eat a lot of bread later on that night, and it stays with you for two days. Yeah, that's why we went to Queens Donaire. Everyone from like uh, from the Wu Tang kind of. The Wu Tang concert was there, yeah, yeah, and uh, um, yeah, it was just uh, and like even I I posted an article on a WhatsApp group for like for that concert mm-hmm. from the Edmonton Journal, and they were saying yeah it was uh, um, it was great, but there was on the floor there was a lot of a lot of uh, pushing and shoving, and I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like yep yeah, that that's oh. what happened and like like drunk people passing out and I was like yep those guys did not come to see a show they came to uh, they came to get liquored up or yep. get into a little scrap or or claim their territory yeah. man when the game came to Reds. The entire night, it was like I had I had the worst stomach that night. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know what I ate or what was going on, but my guts were just I was going from both sides. And uh, I call up the old uh, the old Doug there and I tell him, "Hey, um, I'm at the door, but I'm a mess. So I know it's a big night and it's a busy night, but I'm I'm about to explode. So either I'm gonna go use the washroom or and it's not working out for me. I'm probably gonna get out of here because I'm yeah. cold sweats. I'm hot and cold. Yeah, I'm leaking from the head. And he's like, it sucks, but do what you gotta do. Yeah. So I'm about to turn around and go away, and then all of a sudden we get a call for a code red. So we all run to one, and then we deal with that, and then we get a code red somewhere else. And you got to deal. It's a 200,000 square foot building, and we've just got like fight after fight after fight after fight for the next like two hours, two and a half hours, because the game wouldn't get off the stage. And Ms. DJ just stayed up there, man, and then more people get on the stage, and there's an entourage on the stage. How'd you cope with it? Oh, I just went and shit my pants later on and came back and kept on working. 
But I mean, just did. It was just like over and over and over and over again. It was just mm-hmm. like one after another. And we probably oversold that show. Mm-hmm. So you probably had about 2,500, 3,000 people in the building. All like crammed into there. It was just nothing but like just trouble all night long. Oh, man. That, yeah. Those, those, being in those situations is always like, uh, is the worst. Like, you know, when you're, uh, when you're, they get a public place and you're just, oh, yeah. you, and there's nothing you can do. And you can't yeah. even like, you're just like, you're, you're 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 stuck there basically you're stuck, right man and you just deal. yeah and you can't deal with it you're just like okay you know what uh like put on a happy face mm-hmm. and uh because i remember like I, I think i told you like my cousin's uh uh kind of stag we went to that casino which one uh we went it's the one in west edmonton mall oh the the old palace there you know like yeah the palace that yeah. the, the, by the supply sergeant used to be mm-hmm. and uh yeah we just uh we were drinking in the in this party bus or whatever and then uh, before we went in there, we started uh, smoking weed. So I don't know. See, and the great example. I don't know what you've been drinking before I come into my bar. It was, yeah. yeah. You look good when you come in. Oh, yeah. And you've been smoking weed. Yeah. Which I tell you to keep outside, mm-hmm. which you do as a good patron. Yeah. But then you come in and start drinking. Yeah. And whatever's in your system is not going to work with what I'm putting in your system. Yeah. I would just be honest. I'd be like, you know what? I went outside. I did this. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm 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 cutting myself off for the yeah. night. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not here to cause trouble. Didn't you kick yourself out of a bar? Like we just talked about it. You you had yourself removed. Yeah, I had like myself removed. You walked in yeah. and you're like, I'm too far gone. I will see you guys. Yeah, and I admitted I, I puked. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry. I threw up. I'm like, I am escorting myself out. And the guy, he touched me and I was like, I'm like put your hand off me. I'm, I'm leaving of my own accord. I'm a fucking liability. Yeah. <laughs> put your hands on me. I'll vomit yeah, all over you. Exactly. So like, yeah, I, then um, I can't mix the two. Mm-hmm. I just did anyway because like I was shoved in my face and then I got in there and then we were all having dinner and then I... I puked five times. Good Lord. I and, and it was like violent. I've never thrown up that violently in my life. That's a great Yeah. And it was just like, I just drank it so much water and, uh, um, and I just, it just kept coming out, coming out, coming out oh, in, yeah. in high volumes and like, and uh, it like firing out of you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like a torrent. Like I was trying to put out a fire and then, uh, <laughs> An open fire. Hydrant. Yeah. And so like, yeah, exactly. And then I just, people were coming in, guys were coming into the, and I didn't even close the door. I'm, I'm like on my my fourth and fifth round. Don't care. They don't. I, I was like I, I couldn't. I was like I was like, and I came back to the table. I was trying to com- like compose myself, and I'll be like, <laughs> and my cousins look at me, and he's and he's fucked too, right? But he's like <laughs> trying to. Leave. He's, he's like I just want to get out of here. Are you are you alive? I think yeah. I think I'm alive. Yeah, Let's leave. I think he was just he was just screwed. But I think I think he kind I think he wanted to get out of there. But I think he was just like. But we were all together. So yeah. But uh, we were all just hanging out. But then I went for the fourth or fifth time, and then uh, uh both times the door was open, mm-hmm. and I was like. Nothing. It didn't. It, 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 it was always in the back of my head. I'm like, I don't want to get get, get, get kicked, kicked out. out yeah. So I was like, I, but the, those last two times, and then uh, the fourth time, I just yeah, the fourth time I kept it open, and this guys these guys came in and they're like, oh buddy, are you okay? I said, uh, I said, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just I have to get it out. I'm just they just and then they're like and they're like I thought they were gonna like call the bouncers and stuff like that mm-hmm. or the floor people and they said and all they said was yeah man been there man just take care of yourself he's like they said yeah just drink some water man just just be okay and i said these Thank. are people who work there these are just people who or are patrons there there's patrons okay. right? right and the fifth time uh uh i was fifth time was like the most volume that came out and <laughs> oh, then uh God. sandy came by and he saw me and he's like are you okay and i said no man Ugh. i'm like I, I feel like i'm like i need to get this out and then he's like he's like oh and then he sat with me for a while and he's like he closed the door and uh it's not like I put the lid up mm-hmm. and this, and just like oh here's the toilet and it's yeah, dinner. No 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 no. Right in the hole. No, no no I redid the wall work. <laughs> Everybody seems to have this idea that it's like the movies, where like you're gonna uh, number one the movie toilets they're all clean, like they're they're clean toilets. No I, I yeah so exactly. So an actor can put his hand in the bowl, 
They're not like that. No, they're not. When you throw up in a public washroom, you don't fucking touch anything. You don't put your hands in the. No, it's like, it's like if you do, you're really far gone. Yeah, it's like it's like Desperado. Those that, that, that <laughs> fucking washroom oh, in there. And so yeah, I so I just I, but after I got it out, mm-hmm. totally fine. Yeah, uh, it sounds like you had something else going on more than just booze. Yeah, it like was there like, was something in there. Trying yeah, because I'm not a, I'm not a heavy drinker anyway. Yeah. So like, but because uh, like I can't take it. So uh, you really gave me like a uh, like like a 22 year old frat girl. <laughs> sorority girl have you anyway yeah but like it had to come out it had to come out yeah i'm I, yeah when it comes to like like i'm okay with like uh i can drink like if you give me a, a like okay yeah give me like a an allotted of volume, a volume of, of alcohol right yeah. let's say it's like um i don't know like two liters or whatever right i can drink that but it, it has to be nursed, lush. it has to be nursed it has to be nursed through like a, a whole evening yeah you're not just gonna like open it up like a two liter of soda no like if there's beer and stuff like that i can crush that right but afterwards like after two i'm like you know i should, I should move on to something some something hard yeah. and i can and just nurse that but uh but you know how you like you're an adult you know how to pace yourself yeah like there's certain people who don't who just like to go zero to 60 in two seconds those are children yeah and so but even yeah. as adults even, even in their 40s those yeah. guys who do that it's because they never learn how to drink properly as a teenager yeah like i would like if i if i was like you know what you guys we're just uh, the, the, like, if we're going camping or something like that tonight we have to get drunk and stuff like that then i would do it right but like um but if i know i'm driving and stuff like that and i'm or like or if you had a bachelor party well no, let's not say a bachelor party you're at a dinner with your friends out you guys don't always get out well, maybe six or seven if you get together. Yeah, then you have beers and stuff. Can like I have that. some beers and yeah. stuff? But you don't just like it's not like all of a sudden you're sitting there, there you're ordering appetizers and she asks, "Anybody want anything to drink?" Like, yeah, I'll have six vodkas, and you're just gonna drink all six. Like before the next one comes out, I, this glass is never. Yeah, if ran. you could handle six vodkas and and be normal, yeah, go hard. But like, uh, even then, man, be a human. You're around people. Like yeah. there's a time. Like you're around people. There's a time and a place to get completely bladder like blotto, mm-hmm. and it's not when you're just hanging out with your chums, no, having a nice steak. I, I think it's like I think when you're if you're gonna drink while you eat, you should have a drink that that goes with what you're eating. With what you're eating, yeah. So like if you're having like a let's say if you're having steak or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, have some red wine with it, right? And so, like a human being, yeah. And then um when you're done, yeah, uh, your second round. Like I, I'm just t- speaking personally, right? But then afterwards, have a gin and tonic. There you it's go. It's clean. It's healthy. Yep. It's it's uh, it's natural, but you're acting like a yeah, human. And, and, yeah, and then you can you can nurse that, and it and it cleans your system, mm-hmm. and it, it cleans your palate too. And it's not like you're gonna have like a double and then a double, and then have like yeah, let's move on to a bourbon. Neat. Like you're depends on where you go. Depends <laughs> on where you go, but, but like you said, but it depends on the setting. Yeah, it depends. But there are some people who can't. Yeah, there are some people who, and that's that's like the alcoholic, right? I mean, there is a guy who's gonna go to dinner with his friends, mm-hmm. and everybody knows, like. Jim's a fucking drinker. Yeah, then your then your girlfriend or significant other will go up to you and be like, you know what? This is why I told you to stop hanging out with them. Or maybe that's why you don't have a significant other. Yeah. Or that person doesn't, and yours is telling you. Yeah. Like that's what you mean, right? Like your own girlfriend is like, I told you that Jim is out. Yeah. Oh, he, why do you hang out with him? He drinks too much. That's why I'm not. Yeah. In a relationship. Where'd you get that shirt? Throw it out. Throw that shirt out. <laughs> I didn't buy you that shirt. <laughs> you didn't buy me this shirt. Yeah, I bought it. You don't your like it. Your mother bought me this oh. shirt. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess that's another thing I can't have. Uh, another thing I like that I can't have anymore. Because yeah. I'm in a relationship and she buys all my clothes and tells me what to wear, tells me where to go and who's woman to hang out yeah. with. I gotta I gotta act like a man child and put my all my stuff I'm in never the I'm never gonna have that problem. Uh I, I don't I just don't think it's for me. Hey man, I think the, I, the own, concept, man. yeah, to the concept of like being in in a in a marriage. Who knows, man? Maybe I'll show up and the right girl will pop up and she won't be a total psychopath. She'll show, she'll show up, probably. She'll but I look at I look at everything I see as an example mm-hmm. to friends who've been married and and, and it hasn't worked out, mm-hmm. and the friends who are kind of like going along with it. 
Like, I don't know, man. I, you know I what just, you should do? Like, like, I got a mouth on me. Is a problem. I've got you, a mouth on me. You know what the thing is, though? Like, you have, to, you have to look at your friends and be like, you know, why isn't their relationship working? And look at, look at your friends and be like, you know, what, why isn't it working for them? You call my friends losers? No. You're one of those friends. No. Like maybe, maybe you're also single. No, but there's, there's also like, there's, but there's also like, you know, like maybe they just, they're just with the wrong person. Could be. Yeah. They very well could be. It, yeah. And, and you know, it does come to And they bring up the worst in each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. I've just seen a lot of the wrong cases is all. Oh yeah. Like there's, um, because like, even like with people who are married, like, you know, like they're, there's fighting all the time. It's just like, that's how you, cause you, you're two different people. Like you're not going to exactly. compromise on everything all the time. Exactly. And, uh, I'm talking like I've been, um, seasoned veteran but like uh um but season one maybe no i'm just i'm just saying what i think makes sense to me but like uh and it makes a lot of sense i think the the problem is and like like most situations is when you're single for too long and you're in your own little rut and then you end up you date a little bit and it works out or doesn't work out at all mm-hmm. kind of it just does what it does yeah. you end up kind of going back to like i like being single man like this is kind of like what i like i like hanging out i go on a couple dates every now and yeah. then yeah I th- yeah i think like feel i think when you're when you're single i do like what i am yeah like yeah when you're single like yeah granted you can do whatever you want right i'm not tied down yeah but if you but if you look at that 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 if you look at that sentence like i can do whatever i want yeah that's uh like really think about what that means yeah so like there's yeah there's i can do whatever I want. yeah you can literally do whatever you want right but like there is a <laughs> pretty simple meaning yeah like but like you should like is 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 your life enriched yeah, because I can do whatever. I want. Yeah, they, exactly. But if you, but if you can answer that question honestly, and you say like, you know, I and, think you opt, so. and you opt to be a, like a, like uh, alone, not 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 saying lonely, but but just being by yourself. That, that's exactly. It. I'm not lonely. By yeah, means. exactly. Yeah. So like, but if that's you can if thing. you can if you can honestly answer that question and say like, you know what, I'm happier being alone. Exactly. Uh, for the time being, or forever, whatever it is, right? Yeah, then you made the right choice, right? But mm-hmm. if you're, but you, but 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 ask yourself the hard questions about like you know like. If I'm going to be like, if I'm going to like actually attempt a relationship or like, or just be sour on them just for the sake of being sour, but ask, but ask yourself honest questions. I think that's the thing for me. I've never been sour on the idea of the relationship. I mm-hmm. joke around about it every now and then. Yeah. When I see it, I'm never like, that's not going to work. Oh, Tim's getting married for losing another one. Oh, I was yeah. never that guy. Oh yeah. Cause you want to be yeah, happy yeah. for your friends when they yeah, get married. Yeah. I, I try Like my problem, I think uh, primarily is, and it's always been the same thing is the person I am right now is the person I am 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I wake up like this. I'm a happy go lucky dude. Mm-hmm. I don't take anything too seriously. And then I end up getting together with somebody who's not a morning person or is not an evening person mm-hmm. or is not a human being. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then that, I, that's, like, the, like, that's the wrong on. person for you. Right. But like, right? but, oh, but, uh, and then uh, I revert back to the whole, like, it's easy being me. Yeah. And you know, who's always me. Me. Yeah, but but also there's probably a girl out there who thinking like, the same thing. Yeah, who who likes who likes you will like you for that. Maybe. So you never know. Better be a morning person. Because mm-hmm. I'm a morning person. Oh, there's there's. You better be a three a.m. person too, because this guy's a yeah. three a.m. person. Yeah, but if, if not, then it's eh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you uh, but the thing is too is that you just you just you know like how bad do you want it? And if like if you if you do, um, put yourself out there. Yeah, you got to put yourself out there. That's, That's the biggest thing. I yeah. think I think you need to put yourself out. Yeah, there. don't be scared. And I mean, we're just human beings. Yeah, we're just human beings, man. I I, I like human beings. I don't like a succubus or no. some sort of like uh, a needy monster. Yeah, like it's all about me. Yeah, a snooky. Exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> like want me a snooky. I know. Yeah, because a lot of people who are just not in relationships, I find, is I just to put relationships on a pedestal. No, it's who like, aren't on in one. Yeah, who aren't in one. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so like because they bit in one, they it, it didn't work out and stuff like that. They're mm. like, you know, I did that. that that's just. Yeah, she, you mean she, they she put was, them on a pedestal because they want to achieve what they think the relationship is? Yeah, like this the, great. Yeah, thing like because I should be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship, mm-hmm. or like you know, like it's it's going to be this greatest thing, or whatever. Right? No, you have to normalize it and just bring yeah. it bring it down bring it down a level and be like, you know what? It's uh, it's going to be it's it's not easy. 
It's messy. Yeah, it's messy. It's it's every 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 relationship is messy, right? But then like the but the the good balances out the bad. Relationship is so, uh, it's like sex. Yeah, and once it's bad, <laughs> uh, yeah, once it's bad for you, it's gonna be bad for them, and just and just don't don't even don't worry even about do it. it. No, I mean like that's the thing, right? People kind of think this idea that it's not messy. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it is messy. It's like there's 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 a lot going on. There's a lot yeah. of maintenance and cleanup. It's like it's a, it's a it's a big always moving messed up thing. Yeah, it's a traveling circus. You're always navigating. You're always trying to move around this thing to make sure it's you're ducking, you're bobbing and weaving. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're jabbing. Yeah. Sometimes that jab is pretty good and people like the jab. Sometimes you don't jab. Sometimes you got to back off and go to your corner. You yeah. sit for a bit and let them sit in their corner. Yeah. And just ruminate. That's true. Think about it. Then you start fighting again. No. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole lot yeah, going on in there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you can yeah, fighting fighting is never gonna go away, but like that's uh, that no. that happens with friends too. Yeah, so it whatever. Does. Uh, you know where it doesn't happen? Mm. This show. This show. We uh, we're not anything really else combative. Um, no, I think I kind of hit all the stuff I I thought Guess we hit. Uh, yeah, I got words that are gonna die soon. Um, I think uh, words like fat and crazy. I already can't say them anymore. Uh, I hit something else about people. Oh yeah, I had a, I had an incident where I realized that sometimes you've just got. To to let people know that they're not treating people well. Yeah. That was a big one. That was yeah. a big one for this week. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing that kind of happened. I'm not going to get too far into it, but there's this whole thing that happened about um, within our family unit mm-hmm. where one person made it difficult for everybody else to get along with another person. So it was one of the, one of those situations. Again, not going to get too deep. But my, my idea behind it was, and what I said to everybody else was, the same thing. Like, I'm not that like uh, far into the, like I don't know them that well, mm-hmm. but if it was me, I would just tell this other person like, like get a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like you're ruining it for everybody. You're, yeah. you're being a shitty person mm-hmm. just because you feel like being a shitty person. Yeah. But nobody does, right? Nobody tells that person off. So now this creature has been allowed to grow and this, it's grown into this, like this gigantic fucking black shadow in the room mm-hmm. that everybody just kind of like, just now yeah, let's not deal with it. You know, we'll, we'll just not deal with it. In my mind, I'm like, no, let's turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. Show us that the shadow is coming from something very small in the room. Mm-hmm. We've allowed it to tr- become this monster, this nuisance, because nobody's telling this person off. And I'm a firm believer that we we tell people, we show people how we want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And if we allow somebody to dominate a conversation or be rude to us or be aggressive to the people that we love and mm-hmm. be mean and mean-spirited because that makes them feel better, if we allow it to happen... It'll just keep happening, man. Before oh, yeah. I realize that that person is is empowered mm-hmm. and just becomes a bully, mm-hmm. and then we often we often like talk to each other about it in, in hushed tones, like this person's a real fucking bully. Mm-hmm. Like I can't believe, like can you can you check that asshole? Look at that asshole mm-hmm. treating everybody like shit. Whereas I've decided that no more. Yeah. If you're gonna be like that now, and you're gonna and you treat people poorly, I personally think that we need to like turn the lights on. Now. Yeah. We've we've gotten that point in our life. We're too old. Like you always say, one of my favorite things that you say, and it's a it's a cliched phrase, but it works. Time is money. Mm-hmm. And this person's not paying me to deal with their shit. Mm-hmm. So instead of dealing with it, I'm just going to tell you straight up. You're treating people like shit. You need to figure out your life, but we are not going to, we're not going to take that anymore. Yeah. And I think it's a necessary, it's a hard conversation, but it's a very necessary conversation. No, it's a necessary, no, no, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, yeah. I think like, that's one thing about my, uh, um, that's what, that's one thing I will never let stand is like, if someone is like, making it worse for everybody in my family and exactly. stuff like that. it's a family member distant or not mm-hmm. there will i'd like 
I, I will. Yeah, I like to think that I'll, I will have that conversation with them. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I've had it once or twice within the family, and it was never easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times now, I wa- I've been watching certain family members deal with it, like on the fringes. Yeah, like it hasn't hit my uh, my nucleus yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it happen on the fringes, but I'm I'm starting to like empower them a little bit more now. Like yeah. you need to say something. Oh yeah, like, and, like and, and, and and there's ways to like you know across the spectrum of like yep. you know of being like you know like. Uh, maybe you shouldn't do that. That's like, uh, if you don't stop, I'm going to fucking throw you out the window. Right. Exactly. So like, yeah. So it's there's a spectrum. Yeah. So you have to like, you know, because if I came off, if I came off as a total like prick mm-hmm. doing it, it'd be out of sorts for me. Right. Cause I, cause I'm not like that. that it's, it's against so, character for you. Exactly. So like, there's, there's, there's a, there's a way in the middle where you have to be like, you know what? I'm like, you know, you understand what, you know, like, you know, what battle are they fighting? And then exactly. just be like, you know, like, it goes, why, like, what is, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong? And if the if the if the if the wall goes up and they're like you know what well, if they're like yeah fuck you fuck you whatever like that right and I'm like okay I tried I can't I tried you can't say that I didn't try so you know and then after that you take the necessary steps to uh, yeah to get rid of them to, or, or, to filter them out I mean you don't need to necessarily cut somebody out of your life but you need to at least they need to know where you stand yeah because you have to like you know you find out like you you have to ask yourself you know is my life as with anybody, you find my like is this is my life better with this person in my life or or just erase from it or, or erase? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So like, uh, um, can I afford to lose this person mm-hmm. and not like uh, feel like I'm missing out on something, right? Or like missing something, right? Because there's yeah. certain people in my family, like uh, I'm, uh, I see majority of them. I just, uh, um, they're very, I'm very, I feel very close to them, right? Like they, I, oh, absolutely, yeah. Without without them even knowing it, right? So, yeah. uh, but but there's also. Um, some of my extended family were like, I don't matter. I'm very close with them. So mm-hmm. if like, even if like through no mean intention or, uh, arguments or whatever, if they just left, I'm like, there was nothing there to begin with. I'm like, so you're gone. When you drift. Yeah. Cause there's a drift that happens. Yeah. And eventually that it just happens. And yeah. next thing you know, you haven't spoken in 10 years. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. There's, there's yeah. it's sad. There's no, there's no malice there. You don't hate them. No, it's just that, it's just that distance creates problems like not in the sense of like it, it, logistics yeah logistics right yeah. any anything from like extreme like uh oh you've been away for too long whatever mm-hmm. and but then like you're like you know what we just live differently and like we were yeah we, we were never close because we never lived close to each other and stuff like that so and there were and we're first cousins so i'll see you at a wedding yeah exactly we'll we'll dance i'll have a drink you'll have a drink we'll go to the bar it'll be yeah. great we'll high five we won't talk again for a few years yeah and like uh, i have cousins who are my first cousins like we've talked about them numerous times on this uh podcast where mm-hmm. i'm like they were, we were ride so or die, cl- homie. Yeah, we were because we were, we were so close, and then yeah. now it's like, um, nope, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's rough, man, yeah. and and that that kind of happened. Like, I mean, it's um, and again, I don't want anybody who's listening to me talk about think that I'm talking about somebody specifically right now mm-hmm. in general. But there was a couple things that kind of came onto my radar to where I thought to myself, you've got to you've got to start, you have to tell people how you are willing to be treated. Mm-hmm. You've, got to, you've got to make that clear mm-hmm. that you are not a pushover. You are not a doormat. And again, it kind of like fell into line with the whole let's talk thing, right? Be assertive. You can be calm. You don't have to be freaking out and yelling at people all the time. Yeah. It's calm, assertive behavior. That's all you've got to do. If somebody's if somebody's bringing that much negativity into your life, yeah. you, they need to know. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't tell them and if you just play that doormat role, they're going to be empowered and that little problem is going to is going to become it's, a yeah, huge problem. Exactly. And it's never going to stop. Yeah. It's like not using polysporin on a cut. Yeah, exactly. You know. Speaking of which, uh one thing I wanted to end on was the uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Too much beer. Yeah. Did it did it it okay, I'm uh, just no joke. Did really? it just glaze over that? Yeah, exactly. I got it. Thanks, man. <laughs> that's how that's how I remember the name. Okay. The uh, did it um did it uh, originate in China? 
Well, it's looking like that Wuhan province yeah. is where it came from. And it's 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 global now. Well, they just World Health Organization today. Yeah. Uh dec- I think declared it an epidemic? Yeah. Yeah, they said today. Just today. Uh, just today. It's, yeah. like, it's an epidemic now. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, the conspiracy theories in me is saying there's too much uh, going on in Hong Kong. You can't get them off the streets. How do you get them off the streets? We've shot we've shot a few guys. Throwing rubber bullets at them. Oh, let's, let's gas them out. Let's, let's get all the viruses out there and just see which one works. Because really, I mean, all these viruses are kept somewhere. Everybody's got access to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a lab. And they're there. They're working on they're, they're working on them all the time. Can you imagine if that's exactly what happened? I'm telling you, man. The Fuck, conspiracy man. theorist in me says this was all done to get if, people If I find out the that's streets. the truth, I'm never, I'm never buying a Huawei. <laughs> I don't want to find a Huawei anyway. <laughs> There's probably a virus right in there. You put your thumbprint on it, it pricks your finger and... Do it. No, exactly. it's not that at all. Yeah. Huawei is an excellent device, and everybody should use one. Yeah, exactly. The Chinese government will rule the world, and we should bend to them freely and openly and give them all our money. Exactly. But I don't know, man. The Chinese, the Chinese should run the world. Well, they're pretty efficient and angry. And there should be a violent. Did you watch that uh, that comedy special with that one Chinese guy no from patience. the Daily Show? Uh, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. Yeah. Did you see his Santa special? I didn't. Uh, everybody else seems to have them. It's so good. Yeah. He's. Yeah. yeah he's. He, it's. I'm not saying it's excellent, but it's really. It's. It's, it's really good. good. Yeah, he, but, but let's go back to your coronavirus thing because mm-hmm. you brought it up. What, what was it, what your, what's your view on this thing? I don't um, want to shut down your Ronnie Chang thing. No. No. That, that's. That, that's. Uh, pre- yeah, what you what just. You, pre- you pretty much summed it up. It's oh, like, I kind of got you. Yeah. Because like uh, I want. You, but that's. Um, I just found that um, like I'm. I'm not sure how the, what the serious, serious seriousness of it is right now. So it seems like it's um, it's very similar to things like SARS and whatnot. Where okay. it's, I don't think it's respiratory though, or primarily respiratory. SARS was a respiratory yeah. uh, disease, right? But it seems like um, very young with weak immune systems and very old with weak immune systems are getting hit the hardest. I'll be fine then. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're. You eat five blackberries a day. You're practically immortal. Yeah, exactly. Nat Faxon, thank you for that. Yeah, joke. My, my urine is drinkable to the for regular humans. <laughs> my urine is drinkable as a protein mixture. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking gross. <laughs> but, <laughs> fucking disgusting. But um, no, but what I'm saying oh, is, God. I'll tell you a joke later on that uh, an old friend of mine told me about a bodybuilder in a gym, I think in Montreal, who tried to get somebody to, to I'll, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, uh, it looks like it's primarily if you have you're really old or really young it can be devastating mm-hmm. um, like pneumonia for the really old yeah bad for the really young but at the same time people in the middle like our age group and, and younger and older in the middle there yeah um it's like the flu it's like a really hard flu mm-hmm. it hits you it floors you get some antibiotics you should be fine okay all right and i believe also today i read how they've already they've already formulated uh a vaccine for it and they can make they, they can scale it up to like uh yeah globally like globally? it's this okay. is the kind of thing where it's not gonna it's not gonna be around it's not gonna turn people into zombies this okay. is gonna take the world out shit it's ready for the zombie apocalypse man we gotta thin the herd i think a I, lot of people i know there. honestly if, if if as long as i had a, gr- a great food and plenty of rest yeah walking dead would be a walk in the park for me i've always said yeah the walking dead scenario happens mm-hmm. day one yeah everybody freaks out we see the first zombie right day one we see a we see a zombie mm-hmm. and it's a problem day two we see like 25 zombies by like three months in all we're doing is carrying a shovel in our trunk and just dealing with it on the way to work yeah we're just gonna be driving by and then like news reports will come out and say hey so if you see one just smack in the head of the shovel yeah dig a hole wherever it is you will have flags like they yeah. do when they flag your lawn for yeah. freaking pipes and shit. Mm-hmm. You just put a flag in the ground, it'll probably be purple, and there'll be a cleanup crew that drives by and just, mm-hmm. you know, probably sprays it with something. So it oh, de- yeah. like decontaminates the zombie. You know what I would do? I I, I hire the uh, all the people in the in the Midwest, mm-hmm. like not on the not on the coast. 
I'm talking about the people in the middle. Those the people, ones. the tough ones. Those guys are ready for a fucking war. Yes. I'm like, okay, you guys. They you have can, all the guns. Yeah, they're like, you can't send us to fucking uh, Afghanistan. I'm like, no, we got a zombie problem up here, and be like, oh fucking a man, let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. Freaking, freaking yeah. a man. And they're already dead, so there's I'm no, down. there's no, there's no moral choice you have to make here. Like, just gun them down. Just gun them down. Yeah, and do me a favor, kill them as violently as possible. Yes. Head, headshot and beheading would be great. Yeah, no head. problem solved. That's what those people are good for. Man, yeah, the zombie, the zombie apocalypse, uh, the way it's shown in The Walking Dead is just such, this. That's a whole podcast. Me fucking yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so it's just stupid. Ah, speaking of things we're gonna be doing soon, and we talked about it earlier mm -hmm. as we're ending off over here. Yeah. We're gonna do our uh, our movie. Um, Commentary, commentary, kind of stuff. Our mystery science theater. Our mystery. Well, it's kind of. Yeah. We won't do it on. But camera. we're not going to bitch about it. We're going to actually watch a good movie. Yeah, we're going to watch a decent. Movie. We're going to watch a bunch of stuff. Maybe some crap. Maybe some good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll either start this week or we'll do the next one next week. Uh, yeah. We'll do that, and all it will be is we'll label it as um, BSFW watches or yeah. something like that. We'll find something cool. Mm -hmm. Probably something better than that, which will end up just being that. I'll be like, hey, backside of time. Yeah. Let's find a greater name for this thing. Maybe something really good. And it's going to be BSFW Watches. No, I'll be able to assign them like, yeah, it's just called this. It's just called this. <laughs> and um, we'll just watch a decent movie. And yeah. then you can watch that movie along with us. Yeah. Probably something you've seen a thousand times. Mm -hmm. And it'll be fun to just kind of like, you know, watch it with a friend. Yeah. Friends. Friends. Plural. Yeah. Because we are your homies. At Backside Attack. At Vic Save. I think that's it. Our listeners, love you guys. Yeah, you guys have been good to us. Yeah. And then um, you, I think the music has been playing for a while, because that's the thing that I say, and then you say something. Peace out. <laughs>